Good evening, Peloton riders. JK, don't sue us. Um, <laughs> welcome to Pop of Color with... Hi, guys. It's India. And Ruby, two women of color who love Bravo. And generally all pop culture and tea that there is to serve. Pretty much. And yeah. India, you seem to have what is a gallon of hot, hot tea. Yeah, I'm not drinking any wine. Yes, I'm not drinking any wine today because I drank way too much tequila yesterday because the Braves won. Oh, all right. And I think um, I did see that actually. I was with John and one of his best friends. And so me being the woman, I couldn't chicken out. I already already chickened out of one shot. So I was like, all right, let's go. Not you being the woman. (laughs) We ended up having like four shots and um, like a couple beers, so. Yeah, I can't, as you were saying earlier, before we start recording, I cannot drink on a school night. Like I, I have to compartmentalize so hard. So like, I'll have like a glass of wine, maybe on oh. a school night, oh, but yeah. I can't go in. I'll, I'll regret. Yeah. Regrets. I woke up. Well, I, we didn't even go to bed till like three in the morning because then me and John, like we like to talk a lot. So we were like up talking. Oh, be all talking that's love <laughs> oh guys <laughs> um, we just stay up all night chit-chatting like a fantasy suite i on know that floor. and so it that was cool um but Aww. yeah so i've been tired all day <laughs> so it's coffee today lessons learned <laughs> right i've been tired all week though like it's where i'm it's very gloomy like we're going into the whole fall situation yeah so it's just like cloudy as hell. And I wake up and yawn for like the whole 30 minutes before my coffee is ready every morning this week. And I'm just like a zombie walking to work. And because I'm hella cheap and I don't feel like going to the grocery store till I get paid on Friday, I keep bringing my coffee to work and taking other people's creamer out the fridge. <laughs> Pouring it into my I love coffee. it. It's called being resourceful, guys. Okay. They probably aid. weren't going to use all of it. And they're not going to miss a tablespoon of creamer. And I lead them into battle. So, you know, they need that. I'm strong. And, and yeah, strong. if and if Ruby doesn't get her coffee the and way picked, that she likes it, then it's hell for the rest of the office. So they, they get it. They also taught me how to use like the American coffee maker yesterday because I was like so beat up and tired. I was like, guys, I got to drink coffee, but I don't know how to use this newfangled machine. It's literally like, the coffee maker all of you probably have at home like they showed me how to pour the water in the back of it and then how much coffee to put in the filter and then press the button i didn't know people still use those yeah i mean it's office life like i'm i'm living in the 90s you know what i mean like we have printers and fax machines and coffee machines you know do you use a keurig and kill the earth yeah i have a keurig and then at my old office at well at my broker office we have one of those like Keurig type of things. I don't know. It looks more fancy. And then, yeah, like I haven't used a regular coffee. I don't think I know how to use a regular coffee maker actually. Well, I just learned. And also like my grandma, when I go stay with her, she has a Mr. Coffee, but that one's like even easier. So, Mm. but I only remember when I'm there, it's like a, you know, muscle memory situation. And I use a percolator here. So I literally just like fill and fill and there's like no proportion situation there's no counting yeah it's just like all of it so and then i just set it on the stove till it boils so yeah i like using um a coffee press so when i'm feeling fancy and feel like grinding coffee and 
boiling mm-hmm. water and stuff, I'll do that. But yeah, that does. This is just like a, a Keurig. Keurig. This is this just... has now turned into a coffee podcast. <laughs> Love a dark roast. <laughs> Love a dairy free creamer because you know digestion issues. Okay. Love me at Califia Farms if you want to sponsor. I love your oat milk French vanilla creamer. Oh my gosh. I love the Sone brand too. Which one? The Sone. It's like, um, I only see it at Sprouts and Whole Foods, but it's like an oat creamer because some of the oat creamers have like a weird aftertaste and I'm like, yeah, that's not me. Oh, Califia Farms is fire. They've always had good stuff. Oh yeah. I like Califia Farms too. Yeah. Them and Sone yeah. are like I'm, my number one. I'm more on a Kroger Ralph's budget. Love walking into Sprouts for a nutritional supplement, though. Well, because yeah, that good Sone, liquid iron. Sone, I got when I got it from Whole Foods recently. It was on sale for about the same price as Khalifa, because I think Khalifa is more pricey than some other like creamers. Mm. So it's like in that range. So I've I love Whole Foods when I have deals. Yeah, well, if you have like an Amazon Prime, they'll like send you like, oh, what deals Whole Foods has. So then you can like just go and focus only on the things that are within mm-hmm. your deal okay i got you okay. i've discovered ordering my groceries for pickup and i will never turn away from that again because i get so distracted in the grocery store by like shiny everything things, okay yeah. candy and salami and mountain dew and all these things that i don't need and um, i end up down the chip aisle just trying to explore new chips flavors <laughs> have you had jalapeno kettle chips yes i love them mm. yes cape cod mm. Mm-hmm. I love Cape Cod. Oh my gosh. Like Those are... I just discovered that brand recently and I'm like, where have I been on like, <laughs> like around, where have you been on my life? Yeah, pretty much. That's what I said in my head as I was eating them for the first time. <laughs> Sorry to everybody for that musical interlude, but since India gave us so much last week, I had to do something that didn't require a range. Because uh Sorry, guys, you're going to hear me adjusting because I'm recording in a new area. Um, She's on a secret location. I'm testing a new secret location. Not really. She's she's recording a music video for Adele's 30 coming out November 19th. Did you see that? I'm scared. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It's like, so I'm planning on Friendsgiving, um, hopefully like the Saturday before the Thanksgiving week, because I'll be with my family. and. Um, then she literally was like November 19th, 30. And I'm like, cool. So all my friends are going to come over and drink red wine and cry while I'm cooking all day because of motherfucking Adele. <laughs> I'll be crying too. And you know, I'll be in the wine. So, tears. so it'll be sad. Um, Amber was like sad girl season. Amber should just be on this podcast. Cause I mentioned her weekly. <laughs> Shout yeah. out to my life partner. Sorry. Hi, Amber. Husband. I know. It was like, I feel like we've mentioned Amber um, and John. She's also a fake friend and doesn't listen. <laughs> yeah. Amber is my John. <laughs> <laughs> I also confirmed that Justin is a hater and doesn't listen to her. He's like, you know, I don't do podcasts. And I was like, no, you don't do supporting other women. You're a Bethany. <laughs> He's I was like, like wow. you can mention girl. <laughs> so. Um, but yes, um, Amber said sad girl season, but I'm excited regardless. Um, I'm going to be smarter, not harder this year and just do like the main dish and then I'm going to make flan and then I'm going to make stuffing just because I have a bomb stuffing recipe and then I'll make everybody else do like sides and beverages. That so. sounds so lovely. 
because last year last year I was too excited and it was just one other person and I made like every food but I made the turkey in the instant pot and it was real easy and real quick it oh, took wow. 45 minutes oh wow I'm well I'm not making anything this year because we're either gonna be here or in Virginia for Thanksgiving so um India won't be making anything India will be imbibing. I will be expecting it all and not making anything. She will not be making anything nice. She'll just be nice company. But interesting enough, John's mom made us Thanksgiving food on Sunday. Like she made turkey and mashed potatoes and gravy and green beans and stuffing. So I've already had a little Thanksgiving. A little uh, amuse bouche, a little peek of what's to come. Right. It's my favorite holiday of all time because it's just like. Well, I love the food, even though, you know, we're going to see those fucking plate pictures on everybody's stories where they just put all these, like, we get that it tastes good, but no Thanksgiving plate looks good. Yeah. It looks like a whole bunch of baby puke. And if you so. put raisins in your stuffing, stop it. Stop it right now. Um, you put raisins in your stuffing, don't you? I think I do. It's been a minute. My mom. So, okay. 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 Listen, 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 listen. So my white grandma had an original stuffing recipe and it's like really good, like sausage and bread and celery and blah, 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 blah. And then my mom took it and she was like, and let me go add some other stuff. You Maybe she doesn't use brat, uh, F me. Maybe she doesn't use raisins. I think maybe she does like dried cranberries in Ooh, it. Oh yeah. That's probably good. I think that's what it is. And almonds and some other, like actually, my mom, my mom gets not... freaky with the recipes, but she makes it work. It's weird. Actually. Okay. I think that stuff and stuffing is okay because stuffing, it's normally like a composition or a, a mixture of a lot it's of a things. Symphony. Now, if you put, if you put fruit Don't in your potato like... salad, Put what in the potato salad? Fruit and potato salad. Oh, no, no, no. We're not that freaky. No, okay, no. great. My mom makes good... I don't... Okay, hot take. I'm, like, not into potatoes a lot. Um, we can talk either. about that another time. But um, from what I'm told, my mom makes really good potato salad. And in Puerto Rico, sometimes they put shrimp in it, and it works out. Wow. Yeah, they out here. So I am not a huge potato person either. If I eat fries, it has to be with like something that I can like eat in tandem, like a burger or has to have Mm -hmm. cheese on it or has to just be a really good sauce that comes with it. But I'm not a huge like mashed potato. Like a fry. Potato salad I do really like, but normally I eat potato salad in tandem with like something else. And same thing with mashed potatoes. But like Same. potatoes yeah. by themselves. It has to be in, I like that phrase. I never thought of like that. In tandem. Yeah. But by themselves, I'm not really that much of a fan. So we are the same there. Mine has to be um, like very crispy, like near shoestring fries kind of vibe. They got to be really Ooh, salty, real crispy. really crispy. None of this steak cut. None of this like flakiness inside. Um, no curlies. None of that nonsense. Um, and then... And mashed potatoes, like when I was a kid, I really liked, but that's because my parents just put hella butter and salt in it. So what's not to like, mm-hmm. um, but I love a sweet potato and I love a sweet potato fry. Mm-hmm. Mm, I do like sweet potato fries and sweet potatoes, but I'm just yeah. not much of a big potato. Like it just depends really. I know we're probably upsetting people, so we should. <laughs> we're alienating. We're alienating. We're losing it. The stats are going down <laughs> as we just talk about potatoes 
and how much we hate them because you know the basics love their potatoes okay and we were just talking about how locals love a potato great our or how you know our stats are just getting there like we're only on episode nine this is episode nine and i'm really proud uh, of uh, this uh. like for being disciplined and you know all of that so speaking of guys we will be recording starting next week on or we will be yeah, releasing yeah. our episodes starting next week on Fridays because we will be covering the new winter house season, which starts next Wednesday. Super winter house. Super excited for this diverse cast. Yeah, um, they added like two more black people. I think like Sierra's not enough. They're which like, is no, true. we need more. Right. Um, I'm like nervous because Kyle in the preview that was having him saying like, this is a hostile house. And I'm like, what? Because there's people who are louder than you now? Like, calm down we'll see yeah we'll see what happens but because we got like the southern charm people too mm, i don't and, know um, and did you hear that ner- page and craig are quote-unquote officially dating now gruel <laughs> like i <laughs> like they're meant to be <laughs> i mean i think they're cute together they're both like really good looking people so i think I, well i was never like a craig girl so like i just don't get it you know like I'm not a huge Craig girl. I think that Craig is attractive, but he's not yeah. attractive. Like, I'm not attracted to him. Yeah, I guess I just, like, I don't get it. But I know what you're saying. I'm not saying that you find him attractive as well. I know, like, you're saying, like, to the objective eye. But, like, I just, my objective eye says no. That's why I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> again, the locals love Craig. Um, but, yeah, Craig is insta-official. I mean, yeah, they, like, very much care about how they look in pictures together so i think they'll do great for the next 18 months or so yeah i think they're just having fun but and then also below deck the regular below deck comes out in two weeks october 25th which is exciting i'm so excited this is gonna be india's full ride into a um original below deck although i think india needs to start watching from season two on peacock not sponsored yet um because like you're you need to see the Kate Chastain era yeah you know what I mean I think I need to you know just rewind and take it back so one of these days I will when I have the time I, will I know that's how it. that's what I say about RuPaul's Drag Race all the time I'm like I will start from season one episode one and then whenever I'm doing it I'm already falling asleep because life and then I'm like oh another day that was the one thing that was nice about like quarantine was because I had the time to like rewatch stuff. Like I watched Below Deck Med all the way through. Went back. Oh, and that's how like I got into Below Deck. Too. Yeah, yeah. So that was nice. Um, also, uh, oh, wait, yeah. which one you oh no, I was just gonna. It was gonna be a digression. I was like, I watched that show Normal People at the beginning of the quarantine. <gasps> the Hulu show that fucked me up. It was so the sad. Irish I one. cried. I got chest pains. I had to watch it in three out three episode increments, like on different weeks because I felt so triggered. Like it it just reminds you of those relations. Like it was really good. It does remind you of those relationships. But then by the end, when she's like, I'm not meant to go, you go. And I'm like, so y'all just did all of this. (laughs) Y'all really went through it. And we're on the, like when they did the Skype call, I was like, I have never been that loyal of a friend. No. Like. <laughs> All wow. of that just to say goodbye. goodbye. But you know what? I have a feeling like they did that. Like, let's just 
um what's it called hypothesize yeah conjecture i feel like they did all that like because they were what like 22 or whatever and you know they're not getting over it like he's gonna go live in new york and write some books or whatever it was that he did and she's gonna go i don't fucking know be rich and live in ireland and then like eventually he'll move back because like the internet like he doesn't have to live in new york and like Mm -hmm. the pandemic will happen so then he'll be able to just move home anyway and then they just get back together because like you know they're gonna be those friends that like when they're dating other people they're like this is my best friend of the opposite sex who i used to sleep with but like you know i i love you it's like no you love that person because why are they still in your life so that's how i think normal people really ended seven years later yeah i'm hoping that they i don't know come back out with another season we'll see no no you got you have to leave stuff alone because yeah. look what they did to big little lies that's true that's you, you true. know that you gotta you gotta leave the people wanting more yeah also not bravo related but succession comes back on sunday and i'm so lit that was my other quarantine binge oh yeah see that's what i need to me and john said we we're going to watch it starting this month but then we've been on that halloween kick so can't relate I'm such a Halloween hater. <laughs> Not a hater, but like, I'm just so like, I don't get it anymore. I was good for like little kids Halloween. Like, let's watch, you know, Hotel Transylvania. Oh yeah, I love Hotel Transylvania. They're be- coming out with another one. <laughs> no, the saga continues. I love that, that, that <laughs> shit, honestly. I love little kid shit. Me too. Um, but I can't be watching Scream. I can't be watching I Know What You Did Last Summer. No, I can't be watching Halloween. Oh, we're watching like all the movies, but it's fun. I couldn't watch Hocus Pocus again till I was 25. What? And even when I was 25, I was a little nervous and I was living with my parents. I was still like, can I go to sleep? Hocus Pocus? (laughs) The comedy? Listen, I lived a very sheltered life. Isolated on an island alone. (laughs) Nobody told me about this shit. I was, I'm an only child. No older person was like, this is Sarah Jessica home. Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Bette Midler fucked me up with that scary face. Oh, that shit. I don't know. Hilarious. It was just like, and then they're like chasing this little girl, like four year old me could not tell the difference. You know, that's how I feel about Nightmare Before Christmas. Like I cannot watch that movie and be okay still. See, we all have that thing. Yeah, the boogeyman in that. I'm like, ooh, no. No, remember that Disney Channel original movie? Like, don't look, don't under, look under the bed. Don't look under the bed? Scary. Ruby, Scary. I try. I'm adding that to my list, actually, because I get to pick the next three days what me and John are watching. Shout I out to Disney Plus. On, I might turn that on today. Because I tried to watch it by myself maybe a month ago, and as soon as the credits came on, I said, nope, uh-uh. not oh doing God, this. I just click. I, as click. Whitney Rose would say, I just got the fucking chills. Like, I got a chill down my Fine, when How do we both credit. reference people? You reference Whitney Rose and I'm referencing Dorinda. Clip! That was me with the remote. Like, we're not doing this. Oh my God. No, no, no. Like, I, there are some things. I can't watch the first season of Charmed. I think I've said this already. Really? It's too edgy for me. It's too dark. I love Charmed. Oh no, I love Charmed, but season oh, the first season. Forward. I've tried to watch the reboot and I got like no, thanks. two seasons in or one season in. I don't know, but. As Britney Spears once said, no thanks. I choose my own destiny. <laughs> that was like one of her perfume quotes. <laughs> okay, okay. So recap, because I've been interrupting you every time you try to do an update. 
Oh yeah. So Winter we House, we're gonna start covering because yep. it seems like a diverse cast, but also we just love the messiness because we stand hub house in this household. You like her, right? I'm not just thinking that up. Who? Lindsay Hubbard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I call her I like calling her Hub House. Like I, I love know. how she and Carl are so annoying. And she's like, oh, yeah. Carlito. I and then the clubhouse let's go more life um <laughs> and then below deck we'll probably like do like smidges of below deck it's gonna be like such a new cast that it's like just not worth entering the story unless there's just some good ass drama like if it was like the season of sailing yacht or something where yeah. it's just like oh messy so messy that will never happen again that was like as they say lightning in a bottle yeah honestly um and then, but, so we'll just keep doing like Potomac, Salt Lake City, and Winter House. And then we'll hit little smidges if we'd like to of things. Yeah. And then what else? Okay. What other updates do we have? The uh, Real Housewives Ultimate-, Ultimate Girls Trip trailer was released, which I'm excited for that. Yes. That You've got to get your peacock back. Yeah. We're going to have to watch that like Thursday mornings to re- or like right before we record because it yeah. comes out on Thursdays too so much content yeah um so i'm excited to see <laughs> we're such freaks too we're like <laughs> like you guys can see us <laughs> put our hands in the air because we're just like oh, feeling. so excited so many feelings um i'm excited to see the rivalries that build with that i want to see who fucks with ramona because I, I don't kenya and i don't think oh I who does who's fucked with, with ramona kenya and like ramona who have... wants to be her friend oh yeah i don't think i, I don't think anyone maybe well, Teresa, might as well because Teresa's the only other dumb one yeah might as well in well probably is like not even claiming her i'm sure she's like oh i hate being on a season with her like yeah luann's nobody also why is remember Kyle she left the only one from beverly job? hills like no one else came from Beverly Hills. I thought for some reason I thought they must um, have had a limit or something. I thought because... Lisa Renna for some reason was gonna be on it, but thank God she's not. Yeah, that'd be too much. I, I think mean, she like, would have been fun though, with like and, like because I think she's more fun sometimes than Kyle is. I don't um, know why. Yeah, they both are. It's just like different. I just feel like Renna would be squawking. She would just like ah! like. Oh yeah, there would be a lot of noises and a lot of dancing. Yeah. That was yeah. I was dancing, guys. With that way. fucking wig. You looked like her. <laughs> you got the shoulder sweat and the fucking snaps. I can't. <laughs> she literally has like four moves and they're just all bad. Yeah. It, it's, I try to watch them and then she starts doing her arms like out of frame and I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh. She dances like she's in the uh-huh. 80s. But she doesn't even dance well. Like yeah. she just is like, yeah, I think she knows. Yeah. She knows. And that's just like her signature. She's like, this is my signature move. Aerobics. Like she's just working out and pretending she's dancing sex. Aerobics. Aerobics. Renobics. But yeah. I think Kyle and Melissa will be friends. Yeah. And I think Lou is friends at first with like Cynthia and Kenya. And she probably does something racist because Lou. And then Ramona and Teresa are probably friends probably and then i think that's the whole cast right mm-hmm. okay yeah so then we have that and then we'll talk about mary cosby on watch what happens live my new favorite salt lake oh City. yeah oh, that was hilarious you were right um she did herself forever she's hilarious so a couple other bravo updates and then we'll get into 
the actual recap. Bravo subpoenaed unaired footage and all text messages, payments, mm-hmm. everything from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills that contain Erica and Tom. All footage, all receipts, everything. So the so the lawyers was like, hopefully they'll cooperate. Um, yeah, so interesting. And then also speaking of people in crime because um, <laughs> this like, woman's uh, husband is under a lot of speculation with past rape charges. Anyway, Nicki Minaj from oh. will be making a guest appearance on Real Housewives of Potomac, and apparently she reads Candace up and down. That's and that's like really on both sides. Yeah, like I feel mm-hmm. like Candace is gonna feel gloried that like Nicki took the time for her. Yeah, we'll see. He. It's like, that's like the one of the few times Nikki is on the right side of history because vaccines that's all I'll say and then secondly yeah. um this is like more my niche she did a song with this girl who was used to be in this band called Little Mix which I stand mixers you're out there um but she did like you know how they leave the girl bands and go do their solo stuff mm-hmm. so Jesse left and she already was somebody who like did a lot of black fishing. But then if you look at the pictures for the video and like her makeup and her styling and all this stuff, and it's like her song is called boys with a Z and it's like mostly sampling bad boys for life. Like it's literally bad boys for life with like her humming a couple times and saying boys. Um, and then Nikki does a verse. And once like this backlash came for um, this girl black fishing, Nikki was like on an Instagram live trying to defend her and stuff. And I was like, yikes, why are we deciding this white woman? No way. Whatever. And it's like, not even a good song to like, be the hill to die on. You know what I mean? Dreadful. I love when all my worlds collide. Um, Yeah. So let's get into actual recaps, which half of our friends who tell me that they listen, they're like, we don't even know what you're talking about. (laughs) They're like, we're just listening to support you. So thank you for making it this far, guys. Nine weeks. Do in. they not watch Bravo? No. I'm like one of like what's funny is that like all of my like or most of my closest friends, I'm gonna say all because people get in their feelings when I say all and they're not one of those people. Most of my close friends like aren't huge Bravo people, or if they watch it, like they just like have begun watching it like in the pandemic or recently, and so like they don't get like why people care like they're not part of the hive you know yeah where we're, oh they subpoenaed stuff oh they like blended this or three wick versus one wick like they don't get that stuff they just watch it to like i guess passively enjoy yeah yeah i was gonna say because like one time i said all my best friends are sagittarius and gemini and one of my friends who wasn't one of those signs was like all of your best friends and i was like okay most but like it's just a it's just a figure of speech y'all just a figure of speech. Honestly, I feel like if you're my friend, you're probably my best friend because I hate most people. It's so like, I just have like- Best or worst. Like, that's it. all that's in Ruby's life. <laughs> yeah, um, all or nothing. Like you either know everything that's wrong with me or you know nothing about my life. Period. That's it. Mic drop. <laughs> so deep. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to all my best friends, including you, India. Eek! So cute. That's not the worst. (laughs) But people who are like actual true acquaintances talk to me more about Bravo than my friends do. It's wild. Like they'll be in the DMs pre this podcast. Because, you know, I'm shameless. So I would post dumb shit all the time. 
So anywho, back to our show. Uh, we're going to start in our home nation of Potomac. <laughs> Again, our region. <laughs> I know that's like not the right metaphor, but here we are. Um, we open with salad gate. Um, you know, as Candace said, throwing two pieces of romaine at Mia. <laughs> Mia's big ass hands grabbed that whole bushel and just tossed it right back and went looking for her pan. I'm so team Mia, even in the things that I don't like about her. Cause like, you know, like we were saying, like they're trying to flex and, you know, they have like this need to like put on like, we're rich, we're rich, we're rich. Wow. Those W's we're witch, we're witch, we're witch. Is what I sound like. Embarrassing. We're witch. <laughs> Bewitched. Spooky season. We're party and slip. We're witch. We're witch. We're witch. I shouldn't say we because India's been very put together. Ruby is off the rails today for some reason. I don't oh, know. I'm holding it together by it must, a thin, thin thread. <laughs> oh, true. You're keeping it together. And I'm just like, hey, guys. I'm so excited to be here tonight. So they like have their little salad gate and everybody separates them. And like Chris takes Candace outside as Chris does. And it's like telling her like she can't talk like that and blah, blah, blah. Um, Karen and the other women are trying to say like, can we tell you like the story about her mom? And she's like, I don't care about her mom and blah, blah, blah. Um, and it was just so weird because like the fight was started by, okay. So the fight is that Mia made rude comments per Candace about her music video. And Candace didn't like that she was talking to her mother. But Candace then turned it around to talk about Mia's mother. And that's the difference. It's yeah. like Candace is mad at Mia for speaking to her mom. And Mia is upset that Candace is saying, um, what is it called? Like reductive things about her mom without having ever met her and having no idea. And so that's like, this difference that Candace doesn't see because she's trying to say that saying th- something bad about her fucking music video that she's funding herself is the equivalent of like talking about someone's mom. And like I said before, you don't talk about people's moms. I just want Candace to apologize because she clearly didn't know about Mia's mom, which I'm sure you'll get into. She's but such it's a like, character. yeah, but she was like, I don't care. And I mean, obviously later her perspective changes when she calms down. But it's like she just goes too far to the point where it's like you can't even defend her because and it's like they're both equally wrong. But Candace is so loud and rambunctious that you can't and you can't calm and her down. Like, like, but it's like, yeah, right, she's shut up. Reckless. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's just so reckless. Yeah. And if she was less reckless and had some type of anger management, like honestly it people would be more on her side but because it was so weird because Ascala was trying to be like well you said bad things about her music video and it's like Ascala it's a music video well I think because where Ascala was coming from is because Candace was like well I feel really like my heart trigger is like anything to do with her mom anything to do with like her money those are like her triggers and so I think Ascala was trying to say well she like her trigger is this your trigger is your mom her triggers are her you talking about like her finances or talking about anything in relation to her mom because she's very sensitive about that so i got where Escala was coming from but it's like okay girl like still talking about someone's mom is not okay yeah because that's the difference is amanda don't talk about her mother anything critical she just 
was nosy. Yeah. And that happens. At one point, I was like, I'm starting to see Monique's point of view bashing her head at the cellar. And I was like, no, Ruby, tell the darkness to go away. Yeah. Don't associate with Monique Samuels. Then we go back. They're like both pulling off. And we have like a little moment of um, G Money licking his lips at Karen. By the way, this whole episode, I laughed so fucking hard. Like, I saved it. Usually, I'll just, like, delete it off my DVR right away. I'm re-watching this later to, like, take it in. With oh, yeah. Yeah, he's so disgusting. Oh, my God. He's so creepy. He, like, like I said, he gives me the energy of, like, older men that I know, like, from not my family, but just, like, around Puerto Rico and all that stuff or, like, around military people, like, I've seen that work with my dad and stuff. And I'm like, oh, oh. The tongue was too much, but Karen deserves that because I've had to see her tongue so many times in the past six years. Oh, when she described kissing Ray. The kissing Ray was the nasty. Kissing way? Am I still doing it? (laughs) Am I that girl from Below Tech Men now? (laughs) What is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I'm going to (laughs) stop. We're done. <laughs> done. <laughs> I was like having like a little Brooklyn accent when I'm trying to get sass. Ruby is so red right now. I cannot. Oh it's so cute. Your little rosy cheeks. They get rosy over nothing. It's so fucking annoying. So like hilarious. <sighs> <laughs> I said, gee, look at his lips like Karen in her TikTok outfit. Oh, yeah. Kissing way. That's what we're calling Kissing way. It was so gross, though, when she did that. I've never been, like, so... Like, I would rather watch... Honestly, I would rather watch Gordon lick his lips at Karen than watch Karen imitate how she kisses her husband. He just kept doing it. He was just... I think, like, you know when people are like about to be unconscious and they start losing voluntary movement of their muscles and organs. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what was happening. Like he had so much alcohol in his system and he's so old that he couldn't control it. Like he couldn't keep his tongue inside of his head. So weird. I think it's old age guys. Yeah. I don't know. Not being an ageist. I'm I'm a scientist. She's just like, that's G. I'm like, I love that she knew what to do. She was like, go to bed. Like, (laughs) yes, go to sleep, honey. And like, just let him take his nap. I was like, see, this is why people marry old men, too, because they're just like, you only have to entertain them for, like, four hours a day. And, and they're like, spent. Yeah, they're, they are spent. As but we- G-Money, when he's sober, or at least what we've seen of him when he's sober, is so... But I guess that's because we've seen him as a family man. We've never seen him in any other setting, minus yeah. with his kids. So, obviously, I- he's going to be a different person. I feel like I would be one of those hypocritical parents who, like, not hypocritical but like if I have children like I I can't be getting tipsy in front of them and like doing that. like I won't ban them from stuff because like I'd not grow up like that but I just like couldn't bring myself to be like I'd have to compartmentalize again and like again like have a glass of wine at dinner but like if I'm going to turn up like they need to be staying with my parents or old enough to take care of themselves and I need to be out of the house because like yeah. I just want them to see me in that state because I'm ridiculous said with intent um <laughs> like not ridiculous like a, i will own this now 
Um, <laughs> I'm scared of doing it by accident again. <laughs> um, you better trademark it before, um, what's her face? Delaney does. Delaney. Oh, I'm, I'm Lexi. Delaney. Delaney. <laughs> She's like, Delaney, Delaney. Hey, Delaney. <laughs> Shout out to Lexi. Um, and then he was talking about the Streep Club. Karen, Karen and Ashley could not. Ashley was used to it because that was basically Michael. She was just like, oh, this is what my husband's like. So she was completely fine witnessing Gordon lose his crickets. And then um, I'm introducing, we're test driving a component um, in which I name my Ako Taco moment of the week, aka like these shows are full of awkwardness and I like to pick the one that's the most awkward um, and give it some time. And today's, uh, this week's Ako Taco moment is Chris Bassett sweeping up the damn lettuce and then making small talk with Ashley in the kitchen. I have never been so uncomfortable. He was he was sweeping the damn lettuce and he was like, he just did that thing that like people do, especially in the South where like, they're just trying to be kind. And he was like, you know, motherhood looks good on you. And I'm like, first of all, if my husband said something to the woman I hate, like complimenting her, no matter what it is and uses the phrase looks good on you you will die first. Yeah. Secondly, she was like, thank you. And then she's like, yeah, your wife called me wide. And I was like, like they're, they're back and forth. And she's like, but I really respect that. Like you can come talk to me, even though like your wife and I are not in good terms. And it was just like, so, and he's sweeping lettuce that his wife threw at another human being as he's trying to compliment the woman that his wife hates with all of her guts. The loyalty. None. Well, Chris, my is mom, sick of his Chris is my sick mom of Candace's shit. Ass if my dad said something nice yeah. to somebody she don't like, even if it she casually didn't like them, she would right. she would murder him. And then at the very end, after that whole slow chat, while she went to go get a Corona, he found more lettuce on the other side of the island. And just you know, salad just, just moment from time. Good salad go to waste. As Karen would say, I can toss my uh, my salad at home. Oh my god. Oh my God. Karen reminded me of my mom so hard when she said that. And then when she was like, when they're like, Karen, do you know what that means? And she's like, no, what does that mean? And they tell her what tossing the salad means. And she screams. My mom has made that exact screaming noise that Karen did. (laughs) And that's what my mom is like. When we teach her ratchet things in English, she's like, (gasps) and then does that squawk scream that Karen did. Cause I will not be putting that on the airwaves tonight. But we're not so sounding good. off any dogs, but yes. Yeah. We, Hilarious. We're respecting the building tonight, but I lost it because she was so horrified. And it reminded me of like one time my mom worked um, in a hospital with like a lot of young people, like our age. And at the time that would have been like 20, 21, 22. And they were just like talking to each other and they didn't know she was nearby. And they're like, yeah, they're DTF. And she just like walked by and like very innocently. I was like, what's DTF? And they're like, oh, Misiki, uh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And someone was like, don't Google it on the work computer. <laughs> and so I got a random text from my mom. I'm like, we're across the country from each other. I'm sitting in my nice little college dorm. And I get a text from my mom in the middle of the day that just says, what does DTF mean? And my first thought was, did I accidentally send a drunk text to my mom instead of someone else one night? <laughs> Cause I'm like, who's right. I like, I've never talking about DTF. Talking with young people, 
because she was always working with people much older than her. So I didn't think of that context. And I was like, who taught you? I, I literally wrote back. I just wrote, where did you hear that? <laughs> I was like, I'm not about to answer this till I find out why we're talking about this. And I'm like, so where did you hear that? And she's like, oh, a kid said it at work. And I was like, not these ratchet little motherfuckers that are going to have to make me teach my mom about the trash that is our country. Just trying to in our generation trash your mother's brain just feeding that sweet woman who is the devil but so sweet (laughs) um um did you tell her what she meant what it meant oh yeah yeah and like the thing is is like she can be a little vulgar in espanol but like in english she's like more angelic and so i just try to protect her you know what i mean right she's like my child so protect vicky at all costs my parents are literally like my children. Like I'm always just like managing their emotions and trying to shield them from the harsh uh, winds Reality of society. Of- <laughs> yeah. They're both very sensitive souls. That's why I have to be so like logical when we're having discussions. I'm like, you guys are, it's not, we don't have to get, my dad's least favorite things when I say, calm down. He's like, I am calm. I'm like, yeah, nearly Bruce Banner. Take the Xanax. Yes, literally me. I'm always like, just, it's fine. He's like, it's not fine. And then he slams the table <laughs> with his fist. And then I'll slam it back and go, do you feel like a tough guy right now? And he's <laughs> you think like, you're so tough. <laughs> and he gets even more upset. Um, this is not how to raise your children. Because they turn out to be brats like me. Ruby is not a brat. Um, what are we doing? Um... Giselle and Robin. Yes, that's what I was going to say. They arrive in their separate cars. I guess if one of them wants to leave. I was just like, that doesn't seem efficient. No, not at Uh, all. When they get there, I can't remember who sits them down first to tell them about the salad incident. I feel like it was Candace. But you could tell Robin was so mad she missed it just to make their moment of like coming late. Right. I will say one thing, because I'm like such a proponent of the Green Eyed Bandits. I will admit that they are terrible guests. Like they're terrible to travel with. They're not oh, because I they felt are- Robin. I do. I do. Robin in her period. She was like, I'm not in the mood. I'm like, I feel you girl. But then don't show up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Cause they probably like, they probably, I mean, she's probably like, well, this is a cast trip. Like, let me suck it up and go like, but I guess, but they didn't have to. I wonder if Ashley and Karen were like, we can't with these newbies, please yeah. come and save us. Also, but, I was weak when Giselle asked Candace, in this group, do we come for people's mothers? And she was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she wasn't wrong. Because I get it. Like, I get why Candace is like that. But she just goes too far. You know what I mean? She just takes it just. There's just some people line. who on the same level. And they need to check themselves and yeah. be self-aware. Yeah, there's a thin line between funny, I love this like funny drama and just like downright dirty. She's yeah it's like again the levels of shade like we're talking yeah. about too it's like there's shade and then there's malice and there's a difference um Giselle is like too like I just bust out laughing when she talks because even when she's wrong I'm weak so like Wendy shows up to welcome them and Giselle's like wow it's nice to see a smile from you <laughs> Giselle <laughs> shut up I was like- we're trying to mend fences come on why well, I haven't seen a smile in a long time like That's oh what- shit <laughs> She like did not give a moment. 
Wendy certainly got the bathroom revenge though. Cause you know, like they probably did that on purpose because they're like, she wouldn't let us into her bathroom if we needed it. So now she's not going to get a bathroom at all. Checkmate. Like that's right. with that room situation. Hilarious. And you could tell that um, it was so tense with like Wendy, Giselle, Robin. And you could tell Ashley was waiting in the wings with those tequila shots till she felt like it was about to break out. And right. she was like, shots anyone? <laughs> like Ashley, for as probably terrible of a person as she is, like she knows how to work this show. Like she knows how to fulfill her role. Mm-hmm. Just messy enough. But sweet enough, but funny enough, but weird enough, you know, like Yeah. She's she's, she's a good comedian. figured it out because first season she was just messy and was like, Yeah, no, this first and first and first second season, season. she was talking about her yeah. sweat and I was like, uh 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 I don't watch Real Housewives to hear about your treasure box leaking right. onto your dress. That first not- couple of seasons she was awful. Call me fancy pants to bro, but I don't watch this show for that. That's like why I never liked Dallas, because they were just like gross. I was like, if I want to hear poop and fart jokes, I'll go hang out with my dad. He does that every day. I don't need to watch you bitches and give you fucking dollars. I'm kind (laughs) of calmed down. I'm on one tonight, everybody. Ruby's on one. I don't know what I had today. I'm like, I didn't have extra coffee. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Wendy and Eddie with their matching outfits. And she was like, so proud to say like, we as a family dress in matching outfits all the time. And I was like, so does half of America, Wendy. Have you not seen all those annoying families at Disneyland? Like, that's not special. <laughs> I don't think I want to be that family that, like, wears the same thing. I don't think I want that. I would hate that. I actually I, think that... It's it's like those memes where you're like, I'm scared to marry into that family that does 5Ks on Thanksgiving energy. Have you ever seen that? Mm-mm. Where it's like, doing my that greatest either. fear is to marry into one of these families that does, like, 5Ks on holiday mornings and stuff. And to me, my greatest fear would be like having to marry into the ones where like you have to all be wearing like the same, like unless it's for like a photo shoot of some sort, you know, like for family pictures. But like, we're not all coming to Christmas with green polos and khakis. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, thank you. No, 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 no. Uh, You know, we love referencing our big three here. Aquarius rising. I got to be different from the rest. I have to stand out from the pack. Yeah, I just, I can't do it. I think that, like it could be like a sneaker thing. We're all wearing sneakers. Yes. We're not all wearing the same sneakers. And maybe we could all be wearing like the like color cord like the same color palette, but we're not showing up in the same fucking shirt. We're not wearing like custom shirts to Disney World that no, thank like you. I'm with Goofy. I'm with Disney. I mean <laughs> Daisy. <laughs> I went between Daisy and Minnie and I said Disney. Disney. <laughs> Which is the name of the people. <laughs> okay. I mean, Just wrapping it up. You know, my dog is not going to be wearing like an I am Pluto shirt. Like it's not going to happen. Calm down, everybody. Everyone take a where They reference like which vacation it is with the year. That's only good for that trip. You're not going to wear that seven years later. Never again. And if you are, don't be seen with me. I didn't even like wearing the same shirt when on like school field trips. No, thank you. Mm-mm. Gotta cut the sleeves. Wear a sweater over it, a hoodie, something. Like, I'm Do the not little like trim you at the bottom and then tie it into little ties. Yeah. Got to make it different. I'm not looking like the rest of you. No. We are originals here at Pop of Color. Um, We get on the bus to go to dinner and Mr. Gordon is asleep, as he should be. They should have just left him at home, honestly. 
Yeah. He didn't have to come to dinner. He was tired. They could have brought him some like popcorn shrimp home exactly. that night. Also, I was weak at Candace saying, sitting next to me, I felt like being picked last for dodgeball. <laughs> she should be grateful because Mia's fun. Candace yeah. is a- and I think Candace is trying to find, or I feel like at least she was at, at first trying to find a way to apologize to her because I think Giselle and Robin were like, that's not okay. And she's like, well, yeah, like, I, you know, I want to in some way say like, I apologize because I would have never said it if I knew about like her mom. But so. I don't believe that. I feel like she would have said it anyway. It's <laughs> the problem. I would she- hope that she's not that bad of a human being. But when people dig low, they they dig low. Yeah, so. this is a Sagittarius. Like you can tell. Yeah. AKA Sagittarius. We call them Sagittarius for a reason. Yeah. Again, many of my best friends are them. And you know who you are. I love you, but. The mouth is just cunty. Just the pop off. It's just too much. When they pop off, they can't control themselves. Nope. Um, Gordon calling Giselle, "Hey, Robin," <laughs> sounding like a creep. The creep of the year in, in the street club. Weeking <laughs> did. I loved though, like again, that we have like this new generation because Giselle sat with Karen in the back of the bus, and they were just having like a good old Kiki in the back, and that's like how it should be. Yes. I love them so much more as friends. It's like a Tamara Vicky situation mm-hmm. where they're just much better as friends than enemies. They do great lines as enemies, but right, they're so much more powerful together. And what was the one that they taught her? They taught her tea bagging. <laughs> but she knew things about things because they were like, "What looks like a tea bag?" And right away she's like, she acted like she didn't know. She was like, "Um, the balls." She knew. I think she knows more than she lets on. For sure. Cause how's she keeping Ray around? Karen is hip. Young women are texting them. Yeah. I, oh, also like to go back on Karen when she told, when she told the confessional, he licked his lips like that at the ambassador of Surrey County. <laughs> I lost. I lost it. Because I was like, bitch, your tongue is out all the time too. Calm it down. But now she's the ambassador of Surrey County. She doesn't act that way. She's prim and proper. You can go in the 7-Eleven with your tongue like that. It's fine. Yeah, Robin was still on her period mat. I wouldn't have gone. Honestly, I would have been like, take away whatever chunk of my paycheck that is. That's how much I'm miserable during my period. Bring um, me back some popcorn Trump. I'd be like, I'll start a fight at the next, you know, at the baby shower or something, but I can't do it. Yeah, no. so I would not have gone on the trip, especially go to the Eastern Shore. Their, their outfits for dinner, to go to dinner on the Eastern Shore. Again, people, for those of you who aren't familiar with our region, the Eastern Shore is not Las Vegas. <laughs> you do not need to be dressed in anything with a designer brand. They went to like a local crab spot. They went to like a crab shack of some yeah. sort. If the word shack is in the restaurant, you don't need to be wearing Louboutins. Like you don't need to be wearing a matching set from Shein even. <laughs> no, I would I would wear something very like casual, you know, maybe like a sweatpants and a bodysuit and like a jean jacket and some sneakers like mm-hmm. we don't need to be in versace and well i don't even know what wendy was wearing i can't remember but her and eddie were in matching outfits that they looked were... ridiculous and then oh yeah she was wearing that romper it looked ridiculous like they all looked nice that's not the it's issue it was just ridiculous yeah. for um some type of seafood shack yeah i'm really not enunciating well tonight on anything <laughs> but um yeah just wear some jeans and a cute top and then like sneakers or heels, like whatever suits you. It really doesn't have to be that deep. Heels never suit me. So. Like they were definitely, they thought they were going to catch or something. I don't know what's going on, but I'm like, 
if we're from that town, you don't need to dress like, like anywhere that we've grown up around. Where do you think in Virginia we would go that we'd dress up that nicely? Maybe. Morton's? Yeah. <laughs> Outback. <laughs> that's like what I thought when you said Morton's. I'm like, yeah, the chain steakhouse. Like, that's yeah. Like, that is like the nicest place. I would say like maybe the Jefferson Hotel. Yeah. Oh, I love the Jefferson. Christmas. I love the Jefferson during would, Christmas. Let's say that's where you would dress up. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in DC, like food. again, a hotel, but not, I don't know a place. A on nice the- restaurant, but not, uh, you a know, place we're not with going- cheap chairs and cheap tables. No, thank like, you. That's like, um, I think people where we went to college dress up now to go out. And I'm like, for what? There's three delis on the corner of the street. You don't need to wear heels for that. Generation Z is Ubu, a different Ubu. generation. Stupid. Anywho, I digress yet again. And then Wendy announces to everyone while they're already eating seafood that they're going to have a crab boil the next day. And she did like that fake excited voice. She's not <laughs> I was like, what is this? What is this, Wendy? She Shut was giving up. too much sorority. I was like, I'm not here for it. What is this? Shut up. Yeah. I was like very closely listening to everyone's orders because I'm just so nosy. And I think Ashley's was my favorite because she got like half a dozen oysters and then I think like some fish tacos or something. Yeah. I also liked, I mean, I'm a, I love a tuna poke. So yes, I was thinking about that too. And like ahi tuna and stuff like that. Um, Giselle ordered a caramel brownie for dessert. I mean, for her no, entree. For entree. <laughs> Giselle queen. Like she does not hide shit. She's like, I'm going to eat. Like, that's her favorite thing to do. Yeah. And I respect it. And she loves her desserts. And she's like, I want this as an entree. I'm like, okay, respect. Yeah. And then Mia was trying to kiss Gordon. And he's like, what are you doing? And she was like, I can't just like keep my hands off you. I love the PDA. And he was like, what does that stand for? I'm going to get those <laughs> fucking letters up again. It's like public displays of affection. Speaking like, of the LDTBH. Oh, Gordon, long no, day no, to no, be no, had. No, oh no 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 no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Yucky, Gordon. No, thank you. When he woke up from his nap, I'm like, they should have. I wrote, they shouldn't have woke him up. <laughs> woke him up. <laughs> I can't. Oh, um, I lost whatever I was writing about this. Oh, why did Robin say fuck you all? Robin said fuck you all? It says fuck you all. And I wrote that Aries jumped out. Maybe it was just like her and her confessional. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because she was talking about her period and she was just like, I don't care. Fuck you all. Like, I don't don't feel good. Okay, okay. And I I was like, oh, yeah, I wrote Robin is me on my period. (laughs) Well, Robin is an Aries because she reminded me of my cousin when she said that. I was like, ooh. Also, I wrote because they were asking Ashley about the kids and she was like, oh, well, what's her husband's name? I forget. Demon. Michael. Yeah, Demon Michael. Um, Sorry, I listened to another podcast. He calls him Demon Darby all the time. And so- oh, I don't mind it. He took him, She like, I guess he took the baby to work. And she was like, yeah, like, you know, the, the assistant was like feeding him and like playing with him. And she goes, the assistant breastfed the baby? I... <laughs> can not with this man 
<laughs> he's so out of pocket. Like he was born out of pocket and he's going to pass out of pocket. Just one day of natural completely. Causes. Not even he's not even near the pocket, okay? He's not like adjacent to the pocket. <laughs> he is like two miles down the road from the, the pocket. The pocket is on a pair of jeans that he left lying in the hallway when he went to go take a nap. Like the, the pocket, pocket is this circle far. and G is like light years away from it. Like G um, is on a street corner somewhere while the pocket is at home waiting. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> and if you're ever coming back here to to the to the normal side, never. Lord. And then these random men were like Ashley being horny as ever was like, Giselle, I flirt with the man behind me. They look single. And then those men buy shots for the whole table, probably because they just wanted to show up on TV. Exactly. And then in the sweater vest. I'm like, no, she is not trying to hook Giselle up with this sweater vest (laughs) ass man. And then um, the wives are on the other side. I gagged. I screamed. I can't tell you how much I've screamed in this fucking episode. Yes. They're like, what the fuck? Where are our shots? I was like, men are so toxic. And not Karen giving them the city girl advice. Like she's like giving the city girl, but she's like not city girl. Get the get the bags, get the shoes. I remember what else she said, but I'm like she was like make them pay. I was like okay, city girl, candid. I mean Karen, this is how you got way. <laughs> not way, not with a way, with a way. Um. Also, this is a really awkward moment after what you said to admit that. Um. I do think that I found the ones in the sweater vest attractive. Yikes. My taste is not there, you know. You like a sweater vest? I like a toxic person. They were giving toxic with those veneer. Oh boxes. yeah. I was oh, like, please. I mean, because if you like a sweater vest, I can add that to my visual of the manifesting manifestation man that I have in my head for you. Sure. Just, like add a sweater them, vest. Yeah, just give him the fleece with the plaid. Yeah. Great. Or not that. Like I like them a slightly more rugged. So like, let's do a flannel. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking a flannel. Like a northeast flannel energy. Yeah. You know, wholesome. I like a flannel. Okay. Okay. Add that to the list. And then um, I wrote, Asha doesn't even stir the pot. She just tosses a basketball into it. Literally. Literally took a left and was like, and your wife said things about me, or I don't remember how she started it, but she just like, she doesn't waste time. She'll yeah, just, she asked Chris, question, a nice like, do you ever think that your wife is wrong or something? And it's like, wow. Giselle was like, wow, we were having a good night. <laughs> People don't give, listen, people don't give Giselle enough credit for like being a good time. Like my ultimate definition of a person, like whether or not, like, again, are you my best friend or are you no one to me? Is like, are you fun to hang out with? Like, are you a good time? And that can be defined in a variety of ways. Like it's not Mm -hmm. like alcohol drugs thing. It's like, are you silly? Are you relaxed? Are you, you know, can you laugh at yourself? All the stuff that encompasses a good hang. And Giselle's a good hang. Like, she's fun. Like, she's silly. She's a good time. She's going to order the caramel brownie for dinner and the tuna poke for dessert. Like, you know, she's unpredictable. She's a Virgo. We like it. We like yeah. all of this. Because um, Candace is not a good time. <laughs> Candace has good one-liners and is stylish, but she's not a good time. I think Candace could be a good time when she's chill, but you wouldn't want to go out with Candace and her be riled up because then it's like, uh-uh. she wants I'm to- not in the mood to fight. And these bitches look like they can fight. And I'm not, I just got my nails done. I'm not trying to fight. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like Candace is that type of friend that you have to worry about popping off at random people and then you get drawn into the fight. 
So that she doesn't get Maya and girlfriends, and I'm a Joan. I'm not a Joan, actually, for anyone listening. I think but, Candace but is episode. When, I think Candace when, is more of a um, a, a Tony. Oh, no, she's absolutely a Tony. I'm just saying that one episode where they're at the club. Oh yeah, Maya gets in the fight and Joan beats it. That's no, no, it was Tony. Not at all. Tony was the one that got into the fight because oh. Tony was talking shit about and Maya defended yeah. her. Oh, then yeah, yeah this is Tony. And yeah. yeah, and Joan scurried away. <laughs> I okay. So in life, I am not a Joan. I'm actually a Maya in a weird way. But in a situation like that, again, referencing our hater friend Justin, um, we have this phrase about like when I see him act foolish or other friends of ours. Um, I it's Ruby sees clown activity, exit stage left. Like if you are Gordon acting out of pocket or a Candace trying to fight in the club. I'm like, oh my God, my cab is here. I got to go. Disengaging. Oh, yes. Yes. I'm a Meredith Marks, unfortunately, in that situation. I disengage. I'm out. Like people, because we like Bravo and because like my personality, like at work or with friends, like I'm assertive when I need to be. People are always like, oh, you would be great on TV. I'm like, uh, -uh. I don't put my stuff out there. Yeah, no. Everything you know about me is stuff I've decided for you to know. You're not about to see. Oh, yeah me riled up i'm not gonna make a fool of myself for the television did i tell you that married at first sight um the producers reached out to me in my dms and yes. like, hey we would love for you to <laughs> get married at first sight me oh no Mm-mm. the the like world would hate me because i would be like no i'm good no i'm good nope i'm good nope <laughs> no nah. such a bitch i'm like okay yeah, I would just be boring as hell. I'd be like, hey, guys, why don't we just sit here and, and paint a picture? Oh, my gosh. On this season, this guy, he, I mean, he retracted and took it back. But he told the experts, like, they were on, like, a counseling thing. And he was like, sometimes I wish that I was, like, matched with any, absolutely anybody else in the world but her. And I was like, oh, oh, oh Jesus. No. That's like a Jax Taylor. Oh, he, the girl's like, you're so mean. And I mean, he took it back. He's like, I'm sorry. I was just really frustrated. But I'm like, that was so mean. Uh -uh. Literally anybody else in the world. Oh, gosh. Literally. Yuck. The next episode tonight, he tells her that he was, because they've known each other since, we're way off topic. But I love Married at First Sight because it's so interesting. Like, they've known each other since college, but he ghosted her. Like, she asked him on a date. Uh -uh. And then like, she would go to a museum and crash. he ghosted her. And they're both like Chinese, I think. So there's only, but so big of a community, obviously. I think they're Chinese, don't quote me, but they are of Asian. Yeah, let's just say Asian, they're both Asian. Yes, because I don't want to just get that wrong. I'm pretty sure they are, but don't want to get it wrong. So when they like, they don't know what each other looks like until they, until they walk down the aisle. So he's at the, you know, at the front and she walks out and they're like, oh shit, we know each other. And she's like, yeah, he ghosted me in college. And he was like the party guy oh. that like the bachelor that like never, you know, like really settled down. Oh, whatever. That's such a fucking lie. Everyone who's on those shows, nobody was like highly desirable. Oh, well, they I don't I mean, obviously, or I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel I, like she was like he was a party guy, like obviously in their culture, like the party guy. Sure. And she was like, I asked him on a date. End up on that show clearly you weren't all that because 
nobody stayed with you. And it's like, he, I think he no. says he dumps everyone because he's looking for this perfect girl that doesn't exist. And he, it, his expectations are so out of, out of pocket. Like he's like Gordon out of pocket. And his family is like, you can't expect all of this from this, this girl. You just met her. How can she know he probably, anything he about you? Except with the people. Cause they're going to break up with him and he knows it. So he just does it to like, avoid Something. he's got issues a couple of them they like romanticize They're on the show they romanticize these relationships and the counselors are like this isn't a disney movie <laughs> like this Damn. is real life that would be somebody coming to me on therapy yeah they'd be like you don't get to have this fairy tale you have to actually talk to people and i'm like oh shit okay <laughs> great but anyway back on cue <laughs> because I don't know what I was, what I was like, doing. Oh, he tells her, I, I wasn't attracted to you for 15 years. And that's why I never dated you. And I'm like, wow, this guy's mean. But anyway, back to Potomac. I'm sorry. I'm so off. off. No, but I think, listen, I was watching one of those recap shows, like where they like talk about other shows on television. And they were doing a clip from one of those. I think it was like 90 Day Fiance. And this man was saying that he slept with hundreds of women. And I was looking at him and I was like, no, you have not. I don't know why people are still obsessed with having a high body count, like why our society's like this, but you just look dirtier to me. Oh, I dated a guy who said that his body count was over a hundred before he even got to college. And I said, you know what? I wish I would have known this ahead of time. <laughs> I wish I knew this sooner. Good day. <laughs> Good day, sir. Actually, it we dated is. for a while. You know who he is. We dated for a while. So uh, that's my okay. problem. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. There's a lot to be said about I'm that, about but again, because I have secondhand discomfort. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> uh, oh man. You know, we could talk about our our hygiene Poor life decisions. But um, you know, we can also get back to our series that's taken off like chlamydia. Um, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> let's just close it because it was like nothing else really ha happened on here minus ashley ashley hey. up candace and chris had to like heisman her i was like stop it <laughs> like they are so intense the but chris also saying because ashley was like because at first candace wasn't trying to say anything she was just letting chris handle it and then of course ashley said something that got candace riled up and chris is like well you're saying that my wife is uncivilized but michael is uncivilized too so like where mm. are we going with this and then chris is at least logical yeah and then candace goes respectively which i love this line respectively with good vibes only she can suck my dick and i was like Oop. yeah i love telling people to suck my dick and then Kay's face after or karen's face after ashley said that uh candace had a big clit i was like oh no candace i mean karen looked like what? karen was all of us karen is me on a group trip like don't put me on a group trip i can't no i, I can't well actually my mom is always like i don't know why you organize these you hate people and i'm like whoa 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 i don't hate people i just like to control the environment in which we go have a party it's and then a I lot of energy whenever because yeah. i like bringing all of my friends together but everybody's so far away that you have to do something like that and I'm like, let's have fun in this controlled environment. And then let's break off into little single pairs or things like that throughout right. the rest of the trip. Again, like the outfits, the, the things. That's why like to all my friends, I don't need to, I don't need to be a bridesmaid. I don't want to wear the same dress as anybody. Yeah. Love being invited to the bachelorette party. Never need to be a bridesmaid. Oh, and then Mia hopping in and then Candace saying, you 
sitting next to your benefactor. Like, she says something about, like, why are you sitting <laughs> next to your Anna's benefactor? has great delivery, so that's why she's enjoyable on television. But it's trash to talk like that. You know what I mean? But I did I hoping that she has a kid because then maybe because Giselle kept saying like in past seasons, like, Ashley, you were like this until you had your kids. Oh, my God. So true. So I just I wonder so. how Candace will evolve if she's on the next season, which I'm sure she will be. But, if, you know, if she decides to like pop out a, a baby or two, how she will evolve. She will. I feel like she may not ever, to be honest. I don't I think she really wants to. I think she's like Tinsley. She just thinks she has to, but she doesn't really want to. Yeah, probably. She can get a dog. All right. Let's go to our snowy escapade of Salt Lake City. It was back to being good again this week. Um, We opened with Mary. And I was shocked that I thought she was making cookies really well. And then she dropped that damn egg in the middle. And I went, well, here's the Mary I know and love. (laughs) Okay. She's perfection. Like, despite the fact that she may run a cult and may have used the church's money to get like 12 surgeries in one day, like Heidi Montag, aside from all of that, she's perfection. Yeah. Mary's hilarious. I stay in her this season. Her and Lisa. And her and Lisa only. Oh, even when Lisa's like doing things that would have made me cringe last year, I'm still enjoying it. Like when she was talking to her husband and she was like, what a waste of a Gucci outfit over the fight the night before. I was like, yeah, and let people know what brand your outfit is as if we okay. can't because all G- Gucci looks the fucking same. I would and have her- never guessed that that was Gucci. Really? really? That entire outfit? That- yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that that was Gucci. Oh. I don't know. You know that I stare at things too long, so. Yeah. I had a feeling. Um, And then we had Mary go over to Whitney's house because she's kind of like the bridge between Whitney and Lisa. And she baked those fucking cookies. And then Whitney has her little kids there. And Mary comes in and she starts telling a story in front of these tiny children. This is why I'm scared of movies like Hocus Pocus, because I used to have old ass ladies like that come to my house, not come to my house, come to like my grandma's house, because I was always at my grandma's and say wild shit like that. She's like, oh, the daughter of somebody at my church uh, was in a crash. And the little girl's like, did she make it? And Mary was like, no. <laughs> exhale like <laughs> exhale and the music of them looking at her and mary's just like wear your seatbelt i'm like she goes wear your seatbelt and she's like and i'm so excited to be here <laughs> i was like i have a feeling like if i don't have kids this will be me as a grown person like an auntie talking to like little children that are the kids of like my friends and stuff you're like uh what's her name off of shots of sunset when she's like talking to um mj's kid like hi i'm an adult <laughs> no we're not we're not referencing london babe no we're not doing that right now hi i'm an adult like, i just want to read your cards babe you've got a beautiful soul oh my god fucking london <laughs> i do miss her um no i'll be like i'll be like mary like i'll be like oh, i'm just so happy to see you guys but be careful you don't die don't pick that candy up off the street like that'll just be the energy all the time (laughs) just like lots of good advice but like where I grew up like my extended family my mom I was an only child or I am an only child as far as I know because my dad was reckless in his youth um we don't talk about it too much (laughs) he had 22 years before he met my mom so who knows what happened um 
but I was, I'm an only child and I was like really young. So my mom would just tout me around everywhere. Like we'd go to like her auntie's houses. We go to all these places. I have this one, one of my grandma's nieces. So it's like technically my mom's cousin, but she's hella old too long. Don't read. Um, anywho, her house, she lived in like Brooklyn, like in the sixties and seventies for a little bit, like mm-hmm. four ago, moved to Brooklyn, moved back. And she has this thing, like one of her sons died in like the Hudson river, like over some kind of like mafia thing. And she's like, they murdered my boy and threw him in the river. And then her house in Puerto Rico was like a, um, how do you say this? Like a shrine to like 1972, like all the furniture still had the plastic wrap on it. And it was like those certain floral prints. And then all the pictures on the wall were like all these dead people, but really young people who died. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, do you see why I'm scared of everything, India? What? <laughs> because people would bring me into real life situations. Wait, so why does she have dead people on her wall? Those are like her kids and brothers and shit. Like those are her family members who had been murdered. All in the mob? No, I mean, one of them by the mob, but I don't know what happened with the other ones because like I was still learning Spanish at the time. So you got to remember I'm working. Is she like one of the wives in Goodfellas? Like the Sopranos? Like No, I don't know. She's a hustler though, because rest in peace. She passed like a year or two ago, like pre-pandemic, I think. But even in her age, like when she was like 88, 90, she would walk from her house to the bus stop and ride the bus stop down to this mall. And you would see her like, cause she lived like, a town next to my grandparents and whatever. Um, so we would like be driving back from like the mall or something. And we would see her like hustling on the street with her shoulder bag, like moving it. Like she is literally the definition of a survivor. Wow. It was. Yikes. I stand. And her daughter lived with her um, in New York and in Puerto Rico and all this stuff too. And she's like my parents' age. Um, and they used to have like a really tumultuous relationship. And I remember sitting in front of my auntie and she was talking about her mom once and she was like, she made because she has like more English and hers is like very New York. And she was like, she was annoying me so much. I told her I was going to knock her fucking lights out. She said that about her 80 plus year old mother. <laughs> I love her so much. I call her on her birthday. She's the best. My titi Aida. <laughs> and I knock her fucking lights out. <laughs> yeah, she, she and threw the finger up too. That's like the most like cliche cultural thing I do is like when I get mad my arm goes up like a Dorinda arm because mm-hmm. I think it's rude to point at people. So instead I just put my arm up and I hook my wrist um, and do like a full hand flick, flick, flick. Like, do you want to hear what the fuck is up today? And then people are like, Whoa, I'm like, yep. It's not always just calm over here. So Dorinda. <laughs> yeah. Like literally I have no ties to New York, but like there's something about New York culture and Puerto Rican culture that are just, Oh, Dorinda is a firecracker. Like Dorinda knows when to pop off y'all. Okay. So Mary told about this death to the little children. And then Mary, again, for being so wild, had, she's like very, and maybe it's because of like doing shit in church and wherever, or I feel like we had a similar childhood in that she grew up like pretty lonely as a kid, Mm -hmm. you know, and all with all these crazy adults, like she had a very accurate read of the situation on Whitney and stuff. Like so eloquent too. Like it was just wild where she was just like, no, Whitney, like if you're this bothered about it, clearly you do actually want to be her friend. And like Lisa has some kind of cool factor that you want to be validated by, which is weird because so did Heather last year. It's like Heather and Whitney desperately want to be accepted by Lisa and Meredith, which is kind of sad when like you're a grown up and 
you're that desperate for yeah because i guess lisa because whitney's like you know lisa has a cool factor and whitney is insecure and jealous by lisa's cool factor because lisa like is very like sure of who she is she's like you know like successful in salt lake city and that's what whitney aspires to be and so she's intimidated by lisa Mm -hmm. and i'm like ooh, yeah very accurate and then mayor's like all she needs to do is shut up and i'm like (laughs) (laughs) i know she really does because it's just like annoying me watching these episodes we're like, um, yeah, I don't think Lisa cared for Whitney per se, but I don't like, and we'll get to like their sit down later where she's like, but I don't have anything against you. It's just like, we right. don't have a relationship. Like, I do remember like her making comments here and there about things she just didn't like about Whitney, but she didn't also say like, but I hate you, Whitney. Or right. And Whitney just like made it her mission this season to just talk about all the ways that Lisa isn't nice, which I just find like, just makes you look worse. Yeah. You know? She's like, um... What's her name? Why am I losing names? She's like, um, what's her name off of Mean Girls that wants to go after Regina George? Janice Ann. Yeah, she's like Janice Ann, <laughs> except for Lisa has never done anything to Whitney to cause yeah. her to be Janice Ann. Yeah. Whitney's just desperate for love. She's just like, trying to take her down with Angie, and Angie is L- Lindsay Lohan, and she's just trying to take her down. But Oh, Angie is Lindsay Lohan, because Angie is trying to be part of the clique. Mm-hmm. She wants to be a plastic. Wow, great metaphor. Analogy, whatever. Great comparison, how about that? Thanks. That just, that just came off the dome. No practice. Versus, like, mine is just, like, rapid fire, like, stream of consciousness. Whatever comes out of this terror dome is what you all receive at any given moment. All these women marry where it's terrible. Come on, PSAT. <laughs> I don't know if I told you, I, when I went to this wedding a couple of Oh, yeah, they said, like, oh, well, girl, this is where we... I was like, get a life. Like, get out of here. Who remembers that? Who I was like, I was there. having fun here. And you remember the PSAT? Like, let it go. We're 31. We took that half a lifetime ago. You who sick remembers? of it? Yeah, who keeps that up there? I really didn't remember. I was like, I thought we took it up at high school. I don't Whatever. keep in my brain traumatizing memories of tests that, you know, were needed to. Absolutely not. Succeed, quote unquote. Yeah, to supposedly succeed. Um, though I did really well on them because I just don't have to follow instructions. Whoop, shout out to me. Anyway, <laughs> we then go into a scene in which Heather is playing the piano in the dark alone. <laughs> it was so weird. So weird. She stresses me out so bad. And then it was all, but then the scene turns out to be about her daughter getting accepted into college. What, do you know anything about like stereotypes of, uh, schools in California, India. No, but I I looked up at UC Santa Barbara was like a top ten school or something. Yeah, like now it's pretty good, but it was mostly just like in the past like couple of decades, like mm. known as party school, and so it's just kind of like cool you got into the party school. But they are like on the up and up now because I think like all colleges are like better than they were ten years ago because now so many people are desperate to go to college that it has yeah. to be like, competitive. Um, cause there's like plenty of schools in our state that like were when we applied to college, but now they're like considered elite as well. So yeah, it is what it is. But when they were like UC Santa Barbara, I was like, mm, okay, 
a lot of people. <laughs> like that's where I get bitchy. And I'm like, all right. I mean, not that it's not a good school. I'm just saying, like, it's not Harvard. Calm down. You know, there are harder schools to get into. So and they're rich. I'm sure they paid somebody. Yeah, I heard that I mean, William Mary is hard to get into, but I've heard from a lot of people that William Mary is harder to get into than some other schools, but they are. Like one of my bosses said something about like, um, and I'll tell you offline about like, oh, I don't think my daughter can get into this school. Do you think she can blame Mary? And I'll be like, baby, your school is not better. Like, calm down. I know people who got into your school who got rejected from our school. So, which that girl also brought up at the wedding. Oop. I was like, yikes. Well, that she got rejected from William and Mary? Yeah. Even though she was like way more hardcore than I was. Yeah. This girl from my church, she had like a 4.0 and she got rejected. And I was like, oh, I got in. She's like, oh. <laughs> they can't all be us. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, clearly we're thriving here. Sucks on our- to suck. <laughs> <laughs> we're thriving on our deep podcast where we dissect <laughs> television series about trash humans. <laughs> so, you know, it's only for the elite, the chosen tribe. Book us for future homecomings. (laughs) We'll speak (laughs) (laughs) how to waste your time. Anywho, anywho, anywho. Um, Then Heather was like so excited that she's going to go to a big school at another state. And she was like, she's going to meet people from like the whole nation. And I was like, baby, the whole world. I was like, that's when that, the red jumped out. You know what I'm saying? I was like, Hey, xenophobia, like international students come to those schools too. So yeah. it's not just me, the nation. Right. And then we had um, Brooks and Jen sit down, um, which was like completely unnecessary to me because Brooks is not a real housewife of Salt Lake City. So why are we giving so much airtime? I think they just wanted to highlight, I think they want to highlight certain things. And I think because Brooks yet identifies as any sort of queer yeah like I think that they wanted to highlight like it's okay not to like identify as anything like and give him I that guess. because otherwise it was a waste of time minus the good outfits well, he better leave the scene or he better leave the show after this because I'm sick of it I mean I'm like why didn't Brooks dress like I mean obviously Brooks is dressed like a normal human being when it's winter like with a shirt and sweats or jeans mm-hmm. or whatever um, but I did love Jen's outfit and Meredith's outfit. Maybe I love Brooks. Like, or, I love Jen said, like, Brooks finally fit me into his schedule. I was like, shady. Because Brooks probably thinks he is busy. And then I was just so cringe that Meredith was at the bar because, like, if this is going to be a sit down between two people, I get that you're the mother. But, but he's, he's an adult. He's a 21 year old man. Man. Excuse me. I just hiccup. He can quick. serve in the military. He can. Drink. He can drink alcohol. Oh yeah, he can drink alcohol. I forgot about that one. It was like he can do stuff. Leave him alone. Like you just it's just so cringe because it just like makes their relationship just seem so much creepier. Like it encourages like parents to coddle their children further. And not to use the phrase that Jen liked in the tweet, but we don't need any more little bitches in the world. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like we need people to I didn't use the other word. We need people to you know, like, have fine. Yeah. Second, stand up for yourself. Like what she did was absolutely wrong. That's not the question here. But like, don't be that mom. Like it was kind of yeah. like when if you like met another kid in school and they were being annoying and then you're like, hey, you're annoying me. And they're like, 
my child was bullied. And I was like, no, I asserted a boundary and said, tell your kid to leave me the fuck alone. Right. And it's like, you gotta teach your kids to advocate for themselves really early in life. It's important advocacy. Yeah. So get out of here with that. So that was cringe. Oh, so I just don't really write anything about the fight because I don't care. Yeah, I don't really care either. I just wrote that I liked their outfits. Although I do find Jen very sincere when she apologizes. Like, I think she does have a really big heart. I think she just gets carried away sometimes. You know what I mean? She's like Candace. She sees red and she's like, oop, all right. Yeah, I was watching like part of season one on like a rerun earlier this week. And I was just weak at like her yelling about Mary being a grandpa fucker. Hilarious. You guys said with Mary who fucks her grandpa. <laughs> this is a Jen Shaw stan account. Jen Shaw is so funny. Shaw amazing. Um, and then we have like towards the end, we have like a like a boys' night or something. Um, the men this happen happened, like off of Mary Madison. You said what? Yeah, it was like it was giving like Jersey. Married to Medicine. What's the other one where they always have the men? Atlanta, I think. I'm like, I don't really watch Atlanta and Jersey. Why? Because I don't give a fuck about the husbands. That's oh, I, I don't I don't watch Bravo for straight men. I love Joyzy and Atlanta. So well, you know, different strokes for different folks. We'll have to revisit what happens when we get to those seasons because I can't. Oh yeah, oh, Jersey's a lot of time to them. Well, no, I heard Jersey's not coming out until next year, but now. Because they're gonna put OC out first. I might have to like dip out at the end of an episode or something. Or you can tell me about the episodes because I yeah. can't. I can't devote my time to Jersey. I used to in the early seasons, but now I can't. But yeah, so we give them the solo confessionals, which I find unnecessary because um, Lisa's husband and Whitney's husband have no personality. Coach was adorable, and then Seth Brooks, Seth Marks, whatever their names are, fuck these names, um, is a creep. So I don't like to see him on my screen alone. Yeah, really... not saying that he has sex with Meredith when she's asleep. I'm like, that is not. Yeah, they were doing those jokes. I was like, uh-uh, I don't yeah. watch Bravo for this. I watch Bravo for women's rights, yeah, gay rights, I don't, I don't need to rights, not for these men. I don't need to hear that ever. If I want to see, if I want to see straight men, I'll watch Batman. I'll watch The Avengers. I'll watch hot straight men. I'm not going to watch these little motherfuckers. I'll watch Coach Shaw because he's so sweet. I just love him. He just like seems so full of love. Yeah. The other three, hell to the fucking no. I'm gonna watch Dewey. Is that his name? Gooey? Mm-hmm. Dewey. D U Y. What did they him? I don't know. I guess he's I guess too he... new. He's not in the he's not in the click yet. And then, maybe Dewey was like, I'm busy. I'm booked and busy. Dewey's like, I have a real job. Um Seth is just freaky though. He made that joke about seeing Justin on a pole. I said, that's enough. Yeah. This is not eyes wide shut. Get out of here. He he just seems like he's into some stuff that is not for my family viewing pleasure. Like he has been making these jokes the whole time. It's giving a more reformed or refined G money, but still giving yeah, G money. Yeah, it's very like refined Michael Gordon energy. Yeah. He's just right. like, he's just not as ugly as them or as old. So like we. Nasty. And I don't want it on my screen. All right. Then we have a scene of like Jenny and Whitney like bonding and getting to know each other, you know, and they kind of have like these like this cool conversation, not cool, but like this conversation that's good to see on screen of like mothers in different roles because Whitney wants more children, but the husband does not versus 
Jenny does not want more children her husband does. So like both of them trying to figure out how they like can fulfill themselves and their partners. So that's nice for people who have children or are thinking about it. Didn't really do much for me because we're not there yet mentally. Then Whitney also doesn't like to pronounce words correctly because last week she gave us genealogy or something like that instead of genealogy. And then today she said vasectomy like baby it's really like go to wikipedia and hit the sound button also lisa just lives rent free in whitney's brain that must be so sad to be somebody who cares that much she's like i i put q marsha 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 from the brady bunch because that's <laughs> yeah. the way she sounds like lisa 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 like if i was lisa I'd like get you see this you see my dick hop off of it <gasps> like and you came with sass. Off my jock. <laughs> Get off my jock. So real. I'm, I related to Lisa so hard when like they did the flashback from season one where she was like, I don't care about you enough to judge you. Like that is me with 90% of society. Yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck about you. You've made this whole thing a thing because you wanted to be in my in group. When maybe if you would just sh- like shut the fuck up, like Mary said, we could have got e- gotten to know each other on this like level of genuineness and have yeah. been and like a cool all the time. Yeah, like n- everyone doesn't have to like everyone. That's Mm-mm. not life, baby. You do Whitney, not best friends. You don't dress well enough to be in Lisa's world. Sorry. Ooh, we're gonna get into that in a minute. Oh Which yeah, I'm glad because I was dying. Weak. Oh my God, Queen Mary Cosby, Queen First Lady. And then we have Meredith and Heather do a little ski scene. They're doing good with like all these little pairs, like yeah. or, like little moments because the thing about like early Housewives that was so good that they don't really do anymore is like we would have to watch them have a solo storyline. Like we'd have to watch them with their families or mm-hmm. with their friends that aren't on the show um, or in pairings with each other. And that is a lot better than just like always like group activity, group activity, group activity, group activity. Cause then there's like no actual relationships being fostered or something and then happening. So we watched these two motherfuckers ski. I didn't really care. It was triggering. I <laughs> now we watch these two motherfuckers ski. <laughs> well, I have like, a, I have a lot of feelings about why do I sound like I'm gasping for air? I don't know what this laugh is, but yeah, you sound like my dad when he like. <laughs> oh, sorry, that was cringy. Sorry, guys. Sorry to the dogs. Sorry to the that dogs. Was an accidental dogs. noise that came out of my esophagus. Um, I feel some type of way about snow sports. I tried to learn to ski twice in my life, um, and once was in Park City in Utah, where Meredith and Jen reside, um, and it was terrible. I didn't even get on the bunny hill. You know how they're like, oh, they only stuck to the bunny hill. I was on the flat surface where the small children of single digit ages were riding without poles and they would just go up and down the conveyor belt, just practicing. I never left that spot because I didn't feel safe. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like the sensation of something moving under my feet that I have not enough control control over. Yeah. Because people are like, oh, well, you do the pizza and the French fry. I'm like, bitch. I do the pizza and the French fry in my mouth, not on my feet. I am not pointing these things. They're not moving fast enough for me. Like I need it to be as quick as a brake on my car. Yeah. And that's not what that feels like. And then you're going downhill and then there's people all around you. Like if I could be rich enough to rent my own hill to practice on, then we could maybe negotiate something. But I, my legs feel trapped. I feel like I'm going to break something. You yeah. Know? I need some steel braces everywhere so that if I fall, I'm good to go. 
my friends know now. And the irony was like, it was my idea to take the lesson because I was like, I'm brave. I'm cool. I can try new things. No, I can't. Age 28. I learned no more new activities. No learning. <laughs> Stay at the ski lodge. Be a ski bunny. Wear the hot coffee, chocolate and the Irish cream. Uh, Irish coffee. Yeah. Oh yeah. That <laughs> Irish coffee. I was like, Irish cream is like for another type of trip, but I support that too. Um, I'm glad I laugh at my own jokes. Thank you. <laughs> crickets, crickets, crickets. Don't, stand- don't leave your job. <laughs> don't leave your job. <laughs> oh my God. She's so funny. Um, yeah, I was going to say, don't leave your night job. This is the night job. Okay. We're both, you know, giving people a run for their money. Well, Can't we're not feel- getting paid for this. So it's not really a job, but it was supposed to be okay, encouraging of her, um, joke career i do laugh at my own jokes though so it's fine you're good um anywho they are doing the skiing i was triggered i will be every time we watch them ski especially because again i had that experience in utah that i don't care for um and heather meredith is like trying to help out so like i don't know that i believe that heather is trying to date like it's kind of like when people ask like you know we talk about me being single sometimes and it's like honestly it's just like I'm not in desperate like seeking out for a partner right now so I'm just like I want to do my own thing I should I want to figure out let me take over the world and then I'll I'll find a Mr. Ruby um but I'm very honest about that like I have many things x y and z that I can just say that are like taking priority right now Heather says she wants to date someone but I don't think she really does right now and I think she should just be okay with that like it's okay to want to date like you don't have to like I feel like she just keeps like ascribing again to this society that she's always saying that she's trying to like go against the grain but she's not like she wants to be in a partnership because then people will accept her more if she's not single you know what I mean instead of just like owning being her own because she was like the appeal of the men on the schema and it's like they're covered up and I'm like no you need to see what you're working with exactly I don't need to see people bundled up in puffers and then I can't see their faces because of the goggles and then they take it off and they have a butter face yeah it could be a lot of secrets hidden underneath all of those layers you don't want to find out the hard way Mm no 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 and then she talks about how like you know, she grew up in the Mormon culture. It was super asexual, not asexual, but like afraid of talking about sex and, you know, forbidden, which made it all saucy, blah, blah, blah. And that she like wants to go the complete opposite route and like weirdly encourage her daughter to have sex, but then also just doesn't know how to talk about it. So again, I feel like she's just saying stuff because she's like, I want my daughter to be wild and have sex with people and blah, blah. And then Meredith's like, so did you give her condoms? She, she's like, oh my God, am I going to give her condoms? Bitch, yes. That is a way to say like, hey, I'm not saying to have sex or to not have sex, but if you are, at least be safe. Here you go. Here are some Mm -hmm. choices. Here's some Trojan ribbed. Here's some Trojan magnums. You know, whichever you or your partner prefer. Now the loops and stuff, you've got to do yourself. (laughs) I hate you um I loved Meredith's line just like very much spoke to the public health person in me when she said I'm not a big proponent of juice but I'm a proponent of condoms I was like I I need that on a t-shirt because juice is artificial sugar and bad for your health 
But uh, condoms like, are I good like for a the good world. apple juice, a good orange juice. It's not good for you. So I think the organic probably. kind. And not too much of it. I might have like a glass of juice yeah, every a treat. now and then. Or I'll yeah, put like my body. echinacea drops. I take echinacea golden seal for my immune system. So I'll put that in apple juice or orange juice because then I can't taste it. Nice. You're also talking to somebody who loves Mountain Dew so I can calm down with the preaching. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, we're fine. We've used calm down so much in this. I really want to name this episode calm down, take a Xanax, but... We'll work on it. We'll, we'll workshop work it. it. Yes. Um, and then Heather tells us what she knew about sex and described a book that she opened in a childhood friend's home that had like anatomies of chickens fucking or something. And that's how she. I didn't really it. follow. I didn't read really either because I'm like I don't. That you would pull pieces in the book and the chickens' parts would move. Ew! I don't like that. What kind of children's book is this? I don't know. I really I don't, don't know. I, I was trying to think of, like, yeah, I was just like, what is she talking about? Like, I had an American Girl book that just talked about, like, bodies and shit like that. I feel like my parents didn't have, like, a formal talk with me, but also, like, my parents were pretty open people, so they were never, like, very covert or weird about stuff, and also, like, I wasn't that kid that they needed to really be worried about either, so it was just kind of, like, come talk to me if you need to but I was already 72 by the time I was like six years old I think they were like she fucking knows <laughs> like she's good <laughs> they weren't weird about it they're very open about sex so it was just kind of like it you know like I never felt like it was a big deal I never felt like it was something forbidden that I needed to sneak off and do, you know what I mean like it was not exciting yeah I think my mom tried one time and I'm like ew please stop immediately <laughs> I can picture you being that kid. <laughs> ew, no, mom, no. And I think nope. we were like sitting on the front porch or something. And I'm like, ew, please stop. Please, no, we don't need to talk about this anymore. Yeah, I was just like, you know what? I've heard about it. I'm good. <laughs> You're fine. I've seen many a product of sex like show up as another human being. So I get it. Thank I've seen so enough BT uncut without you guys' permission. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. I know it. No, not BT uncut. Me and my friend used to sneak in her brother's room and watch BT Uncut, like Tip Drill and like all those like really awful videos or like really like Stop it. Uncensored videos. And we I remember we like had Yoohoos. Like for some reason we were drinking Yoohoos and watching BET Uncut. Mm -mm. Nope, 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 not the pairing that I was thinking of. <laughs> my parents took me I went to see Titanic with my parents when I was like seven. And not my ass thinking that it was like a documentary about how they built a boat. Like I didn't know what Titanic was at the time. So I was like, this is going to fucking suck because I heard it was like three hours or something. Mm -hmm. And they had seen, they had taken me to see like the Mount Everest documentary. So I really thought I was going in to watch like a documentary about a boat being built. And so I'm like watching like Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet bang with my parents. So awkward. My parents never let me watch that movie. And they're like swimwear. I also saw there's something like Mary with my mom when I was nine. So I think there was just like, there really wasn't much left to say. Yeah. You, know? you knew what, I just, what was going down. Again, when you have like a really old family, there are no secrets. If anything, the first time I made like a lewd sexual joke as an adult in Spanish correctly, my family was like, oh, she is one of us. And I was like, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm so glad to know being a creep is how I fit in here. 
<laughs> the language barrier. It's hard. You can't really do sarcasm in Spanish. Anywho, we go into Lisa meeting Whitney. I'm like, I'm just tired of sit downs. I just don't care. All I wrote was that Lisa was dressed so cute and that Whitney's jeans and her, I said, Whitney's jeans are gross. Comma. Actually, the entire outfit is bad. <laughs> Whitney was like a very like, defunct yeah. version of Lisa's outfit, which was kind of funny. It was like they had kind of the same format of an, like anatomy of an outfit, but it was just executed so differently. Oh, yeah. Lisa is like Saks Nordstrom and Whitney is like Wet Seal. <laughs> Shout out to Wet Seal. Love the mid-aughts. <laughs> um, I can't with Lisa, like, always thinking she's doing clever phrases, though, because she was like, when I think of gin, I think of new beginnings. Like, she had such a lost opportunity to say new beginning. Because yeah. at first I was like, gin, new beginnings. What do you- Oh, because gin is in the word. Yeah. Luckily, I watch everything with captions because I'm not a good auditory processor. So I saw also, it. But- is it like a... Is it like a Western thing? Like for people to put cheese in apple pie? Because she's I'm like, confused by this. Okay, okay, okay. So Lisa's like, what do you recommend? The pecan, the apple. And she was like, oh, I recommend a slice of both. And then Whitney's like, can I share? And she's like, sure. And then she says something about the cheese. And I was like, that's something different. I don't think it was an apple. But you know what? There are restaurants. Actually, I was looking at the menu at a restaurant here today and um, there was like a sandwich and they were going to put, they actually were going to put like, it was going to be like barbecue chicken or something. And then they were going to put green apple and cheddar on it. And at, green apple and cheddar do get paired together sometimes in some ways. So maybe it was something like that where it wasn't like a sweet, yeah, sweet apple. I've, it's like a, like a tart apple with the cheddar. Yeah. Like I've seen it before and i've always been confused like ill and so then when they said it on this i was like ill so then i looked it up and it is it's good. like a big you said it's good like those I, like i've not had it in pie but i've had like again sandwiches or like platters where like there's a dish that'll have i think it's usually like sandwiches like a kind of like you know when you do like bougie grilled cheese or something yeah. or like brie with like apples or yeah so i think it's apple and like cheddar is actually pretty popular apparently oh, so interesting yeah, you got to go for the random stuff. It's like, um, have I told you about baking wrap dates? How like I'll do those at parties and people just like get wet over it. And I'm like, it's really not that hard. And yeah. Like, How did you come up with this? I'm like, I went to a restaurant once and they served it. <laughs> and it's literally all just assembly. Like right. there's no cooking. Now people took my spot and they like are doing it at their family dinner. So I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I did not consent to you. Okay. Stealing my ideas. But here we are. As long as I get my credit, because let people know where you learned it from. I love the credit. I'm a tastemaker. And then, um, like we said, uh, then they did a lot of like the star sign references because for the second week in a row, Lisa said, I'm a Sag. I like to have fun. And then um, she's like, I like to fly free. And Whitney's like, I'm a Libra. I like to fly free too. And I was like, that's not what either of your signs mean. So shut yeah. the fuck up, first yeah. of all. I hate when someone just says their sign and then just says anything after it because right. I'm like, that's not how that works. Like, read your own sign correctly. Well, the Libras and Sagittarians are really compatible. So it's just like, 
Yeah, get I think Whitney is so excited. But I also think like Lisa was really being apologetic and like trying to make peace. Mm-hmm. And Whitney was just like, you did this, you did this. And I'm like, shut up. Whitney wants conflict. She yeah. wants to be the star. Whitney Heather, bad weather. <laughs> I, yeah. And like, you can tell Whitney just wants to have a storyline because next week they all go to dinner together. And Lisa said something like, or no, Whitney said that she was set up or something. Yeah. One of them said the other one was set up. It was stupid. So yeah, I'm already saying I think it. they were at the restaurant where the caterer works or something. That's what I think too. Yeah. I think so. But it's like, um, maybe we're just here because I mean, honestly, drama. But maybe we're just here because this is my friend's place and we promised them that like yeah, we like we're gonna give it record here. Yeah. They're annoying. Mostly Whitney. Oh yeah, Whitney. Has, I mean, who's the other one? Lisa's more tolerable now. Whitney and her bobblehead. Okay. Most important, watch what happens live. Later that night, we have a watch what happens live with Mary Cosby and Ashley Darby, a meeting of the minds, if you will. And there is a game that is played called Shady Mannequin Head, in which a shady mannequin head asks Mary and Ashley questions. And the mannequin asks Mary, who, which one of your co-stars has the worst style? And Mary responds, which one or how many? <laughs> Gagged. Like, the fact that Andy was like, Andy I, I was, love that after you say something shady, you make that face of like, eek, what did I just say? Andy was getting a gossip boner. He was lit because lit. he's not had this raw in a minute who like gives zero fucks about oh, yeah. likability. She said, or how many? And then he was like, so lit. And then he was like, which one? And she was like, oh, Whitney. Like, she didn't even take a breath. I was on the floor, a wreck. Yeah. And then she she's really good at doing that thing too, where like she said it very intentionally, and then she like was like, oh, "Did I just say that?" Like it was very Mariah Carey yeah. almost. She like has timing. She, oh, I she think really she really does. I bet she does that too with the show. Quite honestly, I think she's one of those people who actually does know how to play her character. Um, smarter than we think. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Again, she runs a cult. Yikes! Allegedly. Um, and That's then why. they ask Ashley a question and then they go back to Mary and they're like, okay, Mary, which one of your co-stars has gotten the biggest head since the show started? And again, she was like, which one or how many? And again, I was deceased. And then she told Andy that there were four and he was right. like, oh, are you going to tell us the four? And she was like, I can't do that. Um, I'll say one, I'll say Whitney. And then he just like kept like coaxing it out of her because he was so excited but he's like, what about another one? And she was like, I think she said Lisa, Lisa? Heather, and Jenny. Yeah, I was just trying to remember. And I was actually shocked that she said Jenny, not Jen, because like I said, I have ratchet shared cable with my building. So like my TV cuts out sometimes with the sound, so I had to back up. And I had seen her mouth the word Jen. So I thought it was Jen Shaw, but she said Jenny. So yeah. that was quite interesting. And she called Whitney um, the bobblehead. I'm that's because I got into an entire Twitter thing because Whitney oh really yeah because Whitney was like allegedly like saying that allegedly Mary runs a cult and Mary's like why the fuck would I come on tv if I was running a cult like get the fuck out of here like and they just like got into it she just kept saying or she called Whitney a bobblehead and said like you're just like trying to like do like just start drama like you need to like not or whatever it was just like oh an intense conversation really hard to be relevant because we all got over her being the 
in a marriage from an affair like really fast yeah she had nothing else to do and then mary goes um because andy asked her like but you delete like do you deleted it she was like i deleted it because it was like because i wanted to like uh, you know like just delete it to avoid the drama or whatever she's like but i meant everything that i said <laughs> i was like I love her. I love her. I love and her. Mary is so good. The nay took me out. The when she couldn't guess a horse radish, and she's like, nay. Oh, she's like, uh, nay. She's like, wh- what she animal makes sheep? a nay? Sheep. <laughs> she was so wrong. She was so so wrong. I could not. Oh my god, that was the gift that kept on giving. And she was like, well, Andy, I didn't mean for that to be like aired out about Jen and the hospital smell. But she was hugging me. She was up on me. Like, so I smelt it. (laughs) But she couldn't figure out the horseradish. Bless her. Bless Mary Cosby. Mary Martha Cosby. Mary Martha Cosby, because she loves the Lord. Because small talk with somebody at the casino party about her name. Because it was something about Jesus. Of course. Of course. Mary Martha Cosby. Love her. And then Blood Deck Med. It's in its penultimate episode. So, you know, thankfully Lloyd was healthy. We have Jamel Hill and her friends come on screen and they're just like such a good time. Like Katie's describing stuff to them and they're like, what is that bathroom called? And she's like, the day head. And he's like, I need some day head. I was like, I'm done with this group already. <laughs> they were so good. And then so good. I swear to God, this show is like, Matt reminds me of like a little emo kid from 2004 writing in his Zanga account. Like he needs to tell us every feeling he has ever had in his life. I don't know what it is. Like he is a Whitney Rose. Like he needs so much validation and I don't have time for it. Yeah, it's too much. I love to like, they're clearly like all getting on each other's nerves now and probably regret booking that Airbnb together after the season because Courtney tried to do one of her like, oh, I just like almost choked on this olive. And Katie was like, okay, are you okay then? Like she was like not looking at her jokes anymore. I was like, y'all are done with uh Yeah, y'all are tired and you're down a stew. Like Katie, mm-hmm. you're an idiot. Yeah, and she really paid for it with this crowd because this is this is the crowd we would be because they were the late night crowd. Mm-hmm. They were playing cards, they were drinking, they were having a good time. When that one guest sang Sister Katie at like <laughs> three in the morning <laughs> to get her a drink, I lost my marbles. I was like, this would be mm-hmm. us. I said the same thing. I was like, this yacht, they are so fun. And I'm like, yes. Like, and when Matt's food whacked flavor and they're like, yeah, this, this, that was bland. bland. I'm like, they're black. Like, I was with them saying, like, we need some hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I know we were like come on like let's do some stereotypes get every hot yes um, we flavor hot sauce. <laughs> like it was just so good so good yeah, yeah I mean yeah Matt's like an expert I'm making food for white people or European people like not for the culture yeah, this is the culture that you need to pull out all of the well we need and pepper we need garlic salt we need yes. sofrito we need everything everything i'd bring some now we i know need, if i'm ever on it yeah we need, on the asa- we need we need some asal like i love that they kept like showing them like sprinkling pepper and salt <laughs> like a little the producer more. shade and i don't like 
over season things either. You know, like I don't like if something tastes like this really salty either, but yeah. it's just about, and like using the right spices. Cause if right. you use the right spices, you don't have to overdo it. Exactly. But if you don't use enough or you don't use something that comes with its own like flavor situation and flavor palette, then you're in trouble. Like fish, you got to give mm-hmm. the fish something. Mm-hmm. You got to let it marinate too. Um, I, Katie was dead. Like when she was on that first night, like you could just see her face, like was hollowed in finishing serving those drinks to them at like three 30 in the morning, but they were a fun crowd. I liked them. And then they did like a little bit of the golf with Z and he was hustling their asses too. I thought that was Loved cute. It. He had his like moment too. Um, David being a dreamboat again they were talking about their talents and he's like the only thing I can sing is Aladdin or the Lion King and I was like let's get married <laughs> it's fine <laughs> loves it <laughs> also be somebody who has not grown up I need a fellow 12 year old in my life oh David the whole cast is so cute besides Matt woof hate him he is so frustrating and Katie's not cute but Katie's nice she's just not Katie's cute. nice she's poor decisions because sometimes those pictures she gives me like Heather Gay face with the yeah. brow bones and the cheekbones little close together yeah. um I was like real nervous about her and Courtney rapping in front of a group of black people I was like these are choices that we are making like it's kind of like when we were at William Mary, like if I was around mostly white people, I would dance. And then if I was like around people of color, I was like, oh, I'll hang back. Like, I'm not that good of a dancer. <laughs> I'm not about to embarrass myself. In the oh, I mean, all those parties were in the dark. Who would care? I know, but I have a reputation to protect. True. I do the same thing when I'm in Puerto Rico. Like I will hear I will salsa dance because I know people don't know technique. But if I'm home, I'm like, oh, no, I'm tired. <laughs> Like, oh, I, I love like dancing it. around the whites because then they're always like, oh, you're such a good, even though I'm not a good dancer. They're like, That's oh, what you're saying. such a good dancer. Teach me. And I'm like, I love this. They're like, they're like, I know how to twerk. It's like to you and to me. They're like, I can salsa dance. I'm like, yeah. okay, show me. And then they do some whack ass shit. And I'm, I'm like, a terrible all right. salsa dancer. But play a little but suave you- mente and I will pretend my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like literally the three Puerto Rican national anthems are like suavemente, and now this pasito is like the third. Yes. People will come up to me about any of those songs. I'm like, that's enough out of you. <laughs> and your I microaggressions. Had... <laughs> I know. People are like, have you heard this song? And I'm like, yes. Many times. Have you heard times. something called suavemente? Well, it's just like whenever suavemente comes on, you just see people get like the glint like the glint in their eyes and then they always have to like close their eyes and sway their head around yes sexy once you hear that suavemente besame (laughs) it's literally a mating call people are like this is the song where i get to have flavor and it's like no no put that flavor away it's literally like it's like on a loudspeaker like it's because the way Elvis Crespo sings is like he is calling out to the people there's a lot of other good songs um that I honestly prefer more to that I mean that's like a very good song and even for Latinx people like was very popular but there's just like so many better like Mark Anthony chef's kiss oh yeah Puerto Ricans and like Mark Anthony are like 
Um, and a lot of people make fun of Ricky Martin because they like only know English Ricky Martin songs, but in Spanish, she's also like extremely talented. Oh yeah, so. Ricky Martin is another one. I mean, I love a Selena. I know Selena's not Puerto Rican, but I love Selena. Oh, I love her too. I love a Selena song. Selena Como la flor. Yeah, love that. Loved that movie. Not to the number. <laughs> Two. <laughs> I had to be shady. I had to be shady. You know how to There you go. There you go. See, I know you had it in you. That's like when people, that's like when people say jalapeno, and I'm like, what is this? What is this I'm pulling? And, like, that's a pen. and I'm like, yeah, so jalapeno. Like, how fucking hard is that? It's like that little girl, and the mom is like, so, um, what is what's the way that like the word I don't know like despacito? How do um Americans say it despacito have you seen that video no but I do anglicize a lot of things when I say it to make sure people understand what I'm saying and she's like how do you how do white people or how do Americans say tortilla she's like tortilla (laughs) this like little girl and her mom just asking her so how do people say this I always be like hola como estas and people are like is that really how you speak Spanish I'm like for you yeah that's how I speak Spanish because <laughs> I just want to make sure you get what I'm saying. But for other people, no, that's not how we do oh, yeah. it. Speak very um, slowly so I can. But I very much relate to like Selena in the movie when she does the press conference and she's like, estoy, estoy muy excited <laughs> because <laughs> I grew up was like, not like I had to learn literally just hearing my family and having to answer back without like, you know books and shit and so I think I've told you this story too I'm chronic repeater um about how like I told people I was pregnant by accident because I was trying to say I was embarrassed and so like I was like five and I was like estoy embarazada and like mom was like what and I was like estoy muy muy embarazada and she's like what are you saying like what are you (laughs) you're very pregnant (laughs) and I was like "Mm -hmm." I'm so embarrassed, but instead I was like, I'm pregnant. I'm so, so pregnant. <laughs> I'm fucking five years old. Like, get out of town, little girl. Get out. <laughs> my grandpa would take me places and I'd be like, Abuelo, I want blah, blah, blah. And the people at like the bakery and stuff would be like, oh my God, she's so little and she speaks English. And he's like, yeah, she doesn't know any Spanish is the problem. Like, we're trying to teach her our language. They just thought I was like really advanced, but I was like, no, she doesn't know all this other shit, which she needs to know to live here. And then in elementary school, they would teach you like, I was at a military school and they would teach you like, if you were Puerto Rican and spoke primarily Spanish, they would teach you English. And if you were American and spoke English, they would teach you Spanish. And they had two Spanish levels. So they had like beginners and advanced. And there were lots of kids who, and instead of asking the parents, they asked us in first grade, can you speak Spanish? I said, yeah, I speak Spanish at home all the time. And they put me in the advanced class when I had only been learning Spanish for like a year at home, informally. Ooh, I surely learned, but it was hard as shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, really need, I really needed to be in the beginner's class. Like, this is table. And instead they're reading me stories about magicians and shit. I was like, where are we? Can I, can I be excused? But they say that's the best way to... Oh yeah. I mean, absolute immersion. I don't think I would know Spanish as well as I do if I didn't live there and like have family who were like, no, you're going to learn how to speak Spanish. Cause we aren't, we don't have time to learn English for you. 
And then also like television there, you'd have like Fresh Prince and Saved by the Bell air in English. And then they would play the same episode dubbed in Spanish. So then I would just, you know, mm-hmm. learn by watching all the same reruns. Oh my God. Um, I didn't have anything else to say about Below Deck Mediterranean because I hope you'll see this when you watch the early seasons one day of regular Below Deck. But like Below Deck regular just goes by really quickly like they're okay like for some reason whoever they cast just like always have really good professional and personal arcs so like the season goes by and you're still like into the story med always drags for me because i feel like there's only ever like one big thing so like last year it was just robin jess robin jess robin jess because like the hannah thing barely Mm -hmm. even lasted and then this season it's literally like katie and matt being boring yeah like being bad professionals yeah and it's dragging i I was like when is the season finale then they're like on the season finale i'm like thank god we're done with this thank you lord Jesus. um yeah i don't have anything else to say i was just like they treat matt like he's a ticking time bomb about to explode because he like if you criticize him too hard and they're just like trying to keep his marbles in the jar until the end of the season tell matt about himself if i worked with him because i would not have the patience for that day one he would have hated me. I would have stepped in his fucking dirt pile that he cares about so much. And I would have been like, yeah. stepping in it again. And I'm going to take another lamb lollipop if you don't shut the fuck up. Yeah. And he can do whatever he wants to me. Because, I mean, like we said, Lexi was dealing with a lot. But I can keep my wants to fuck right. with me. I will make sure that I write down and document everything that they've ever said about me. And I'll be like, you will have your moment in the sun, Matt. Yeah. Speaking Matt with one of... T. Can't be trusted. Yeah, no. Speaking of Matt. Captain Sandy said on Watch What Happens Live that she would have fired Matt too if she would have seen what happened between Lexi. Like and how Matt. the degrees, yeah. Yeah, because it's it like you were egging her on. You weren't diffusing, you were infusing mm-hmm. and you were causing more of a problem. So she was like, I would have fired him too. She said that they, sh- Delaney should have stayed. She was like, I let, allowed mm-hmm. Katie to make an executive decision, but obviously Delaney should have stayed because they were just mm-hmm. stressing them out, stressing themselves out more than they needed to. And she said she had no idea that the crew got that wasted. She was like, I had no idea that they got that wasted. Like, of course not. She was the fuck asleep. <laughs> She's like, they were getting shit faced. Like, because during, like, she was like, that whole scene with like Lexi and everyone fighting in the hot tub yeah. was insane. She was like, I just didn't know they got that wasted. And I was like, these people were getting shit-faced. They weren't even getting wasted. They were getting shit-faced to the point of, like, no return. And it's, like, just so much. And I know people do that, but, like, sometimes it just stresses me out. Like, what are you doing with your life? Like, why do you, like, have to go to that every time? It's, like, one thing if it's, like, oh, we're getting tipsy, like, having fun, dancing at the club, whatever. And then like the last night, because you know that you're done working, you're like, and this is what we're taking it to a 10, but like taking it to a 10 every time. And then again, you have to work in the morning. I can't do that. Mm-mm. I would have been like, I will take five shots and excuse myself. Exactly. Goodbye. Like you don't last one on a party. And if I'm taking five, that's still a lot. Oh, absolutely. I'm just saying like I would front load and be like, yeah. Having so much fun, so much fun. And then as I'm winding down, I'd be like, all right, time for two excedrin, a gallon of water, and sleep. Take off your makeup, go to bed. Um, I'd be like, I'd leave early if there was somebody cute and bring the person with me. And that's about it. Yeah. I feel bad for David. He didn't get any. I feel like he should have. Oh, and Captain Sandy also said, like, do you think it was awkward that David mentioned to Malia like that she reminded him of his mother? 
Sandy's like, yeah, I just, that was, <laughs> just wasn't good. That was like, remember on the Grand. back track, that boy Mike told Katie that she reminded him of his mother when they were spooning in the date. Oh. Did you the virgin? Let me try to remember Mike. Who's Mike again? He was like a white guy. He was like kind of cute. His like, his shtick was that he was a virgin. Was like what they kept bringing Oh, up. yeah, 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 yeah. Because she's so sexually open. So they had to be like, oh my God, you're a virgin. Um, but like they were spooning on a date and he's like, he's literally like behind her and he whispers in her ear like, you remind me of my mother. Disgusting. Dries the Sahara. Not the, not the whisper. Whisper into the ear from behind. So you're not even making eye contact to see like what the vibe is. Uh-uh. Look. Nothing. There are certain things that you can say remind me of your mother. Like cooking. Okay. If your mom's a great cook, compliment. Like taking oh, care of like, you in like a nice way. Yeah, like, like you're caring like my mom, but not like you remind me of my mother. I need examples. That we know that this isn't some creepy ass relationship that you and your m- yeah. mommy dear and definitely a physical encounter yeah i don't want you having your hands on me and saying that i remind you of your mother because nope. it's like so do you fuck your mom because yep. that's drying up. drying up i know I like, i've got to go <laughs> i've got to leave. i'm not good at like talking about my feelings with someone positive or negative so i would just be like i gotta go wash my cat like gotta go i, I would just leave i'd be like uh, i i gotta go pick that thing up i've gotta go knowing you'd just... be like i gotta go actually that was just really awkward and i no longer want to... i'm disengaging i no longer want I'm, to be here i'm just really uncomfortable right now and i don't have a real excuse to leave so i'm just being honest and leaving bye <laughs> like it would just be it yeah have a nice life it was so nice meeting you toodles poodle best of luck in all your other endeavors I wish you nothing but the best (laughs) in life, but I am not that (laughs) the best after me, whatever second best. Yeah. Cause it shall not be me. Oh, oh, I hate the talk. That's why I was like writing my cards. Cause I like, I can write nice things to people, but I have a hard time saying them and making eye contact about it. It was like, I think I told you this too, with the birthday, like being sung to in public makes me want to die when strangers are singing if it's like five friends like in my apartment sure strangers in a restaurant hell no one time i don't know if it was you were there but like junior year of college um it was my birthday and someone started singing happy birthday to me in the campus center and because of our school where everybody loves each other all the randoms started singing too and if you thought i looked red earlier this evening i was a cherry tomato in that instant turning 20 years old yes at that that moment if we were smart enough we'd be like okay all of you now give me a dollar then that's at least a hundred dollars or 60 no like a hundred yeah it's a lot of people were we you were in this you said you were in the student center or you were at one like the one that like had the student diversity center Okay. I was like in the Which big because that? Yeah. that wasn't the calf. That was the not the calf, not Sadler. The, the other one. Yeah, like, I used I, to like that one because that was like where all the cultural food was, I think. Yeah, that's where the nachos were. Yeah. 
and chick-fil-a even though it was like such a far walk from like where i was on campus yeah like the my lap actually most of my years it was actually closer the calf was my close one freshman year that was yeah. the close one freshman year and then i was in jamestown for like the rest of college so oh yeah i wasn't oh yeah jamestown was the good that was a new building wasn't it yeah I was at the one across from Jamestown my sophomore year. Which one was that? Like Chandler or something? Chandler, yeah. I was in Chandler. So freshman year, Yates. Uh, senior, I mean, sophomore year, Chandler. And then I lived off campus in Conway Gardens where the rest of the, <laughs> everyone else lived. Um, I lived one semester of sophomore year at the units. Dark times dark times ew all the filth can you imagine what the i lived it tore down the units didn't i lived in forma pica former pica ew so like the coke was still fresh on the walls like yeah and i'm like people would come over from other schools and be like why do you live in a building made of cinder blocks like a jail cell and i was like i don't know this is what they use for the fraternities here did they tear down the units i know they were they built new units like so they bought they built they built pretty frat houses so mm-hmm. that more rich people want to come to school there. And what they did is that they renamed the units. The units are still what they are. They renamed them the Green and Gold Village, and it is now freshman housing. Yeah, it looks like the projects. <laughs> <laughs> I know. My dad, it was not the Green and Gold Village. That even <laughs> sounds like a project name. It's kind of like the Olympic Village in um, Russia when they did that one Winter Olympics. <laughs> Everybody got fucked in that one. That's kind of what that yeah, was. Um, my dad, so like what happened is I lived in the units that year because I had been like bumped off housing and then reinstated at the end. And I had the opportunity to live with that third party that I always mention. And I respectfully declined because I just didn't want to. I was like, I'd rather take a risk on a stranger. <laughs> and... <laughs> so rude um and then I was like working in a program at school that like housed community scholars in Jamestown and I knew some people were shuffling like their room situation like across semesters because people were like moving into sorority houses and stuff so I asked like the manager of it I was like can I move into one of these rooms and room with so-and-so and they're like yeah that's fine and at first like my dad came like at the end of that semester, the beginning of the next one to help me move. And he's like, I don't know why you're moving in the middle of the school year. Like, is it really that big a deal? When he saw the difference between the unit, I believe I was in unit H at the time. Unit hell. (laughs) And then moved to Jamestown. He was like, oh, (laughs) this is different. And I was like, yeah, shut the fuck up and help me. Jamestown is new. I used to, I was, used to be so jealous. Brand new, air I mean, just like, and again, like safer because you're not around the drunk people all the time either. Right. You're like on because the other was side like, of campus. Like late 2009 being in the units, it was just like a free for all. And it was like, a like, and I'm easily influenced. I was just out every night. It was a mess. Yeah. Cause had, that's where all the frat parties were. I had no goals in life that semester. I needed to get out and be around like-minded scholars. Yeah. And then I just scored Jamestown for the rest of college. So, you know, I felt like I put in my, put in my dues that semester. Mm-hmm. Well, one of my like best guy friends at the time, he lived in the unit next to mine because he was in the frat that lived there. I was there so much. They like 
as a joke, wrote me down as a list of like the rushes for their fraternity that fall. (laughs) Get out of here. (laughs) I would never, (laughs) but, um, but I had a lot of friends who lived around there, but it was just like, again, my life was in shambles for a good three months. Yeah. I also had a roommate who was an opera singer. And when she would get role, she would be like singing. It was crazy. (laughs) It was it was a real housewives experience before there was real housewives. What a time to be alive because ill. Yeah, we watched the Jersey Shore series premiere together because that was brand new that semester. I can't I mean, believe it. Talk about classics. Talk about being there for history. Yes. We were eating Chanello's cheesy bread watching Jersey Shore. Like talk about living your best life at night. Oh my gosh. Today me and John watched before we recorded, we were watching Beverly Hills Cops with Eddie Murphy. Oh my god. And we were he was like, That's Bridget from like flavor, like flavor flavor and Bridget. And I was like, wait, no way. He's like, Yeah, that's like her before she was like on all of that stuff. And I was like, that was like the beginning of reality TV when people didn't like really give a fuck and people were like genuine and like before it like went like you would do it to make money. Like you were just doing it to like have fun. Yeah. I know. It's gonna be likable. So boring. Yeah. Well, well, on that side, we are on two, two, two. Been- what a great number. Oh, I know. Manifesting numbers. Anywho, <laughs> you guys can't see it, but we're making our Zen in yeah. faces. Zen in. Throwing sparkles at the sky. Ow. Not hitting the <laughs> eyebrow. <laughs> Manifesting pain. <laughs> I can't get a grip. That could be the name of the episode. Get a grip because we're out of sense. We're out of, I think out of pocket would be actually quite accurate. Oh yeah. I think so too. Either that or I was going to say, no, thanks. I choose my own destiny. I mean, that's fair. We'll get the Brittany guys on that one. Yeah. Brittany army, show yourselves. All right, guys. Well, I guess that's it. (laughs) Yeah, we gave up. We manifested and then we said this episode is over, but we're still recording. Yeah. This is you getting behind the scenes, fourth wall breaking. Also, happy Royal Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion month to everybody because we're going to deal with four weeks of that fucking reunion. Also, happy Hispanic Heritage Month. (laughs) Thank you. I saw her grandma. (laughs) I know. No, she said like Hispanic um, month. <laughs> she didn't even get, I don't think she got heritage in there. She's so sweet though. She texted my dad because it was like the first time I forgot to call her. Like I call her every week and it was the first time I forgot in like two years. And she called my dad or like my dad, when he called her was, she's like, is Ruby okay? She hasn't called me this week and I miss talking to her. So Aww. I called her last night just to be like, I'm alive. And we just talked about like all the shows that she watches and she just reminded me for the millionth time that I can't watch Drag Race at her house because I traumatized her the last time. So we can only watch Survivor or The Voice or like Snapped. Those are her <laughs> ten. <laughs> what a combo there! Um, again, reason nothing I'm alike: about- Survivor, uh, The Voice, and Snapped. Neither one of those. Are <laughs> none are the other. Um, again, she used to watch shit like. She- snapped wow the enunciation today what was the other one with the w i did 
woman. way 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 and there was something else before that but like literally the title should just be all the words i've mispronounced today um she would watch things like snapped and like svu and all that stuff when i was like single digit age which again is why i'm scared of everything because i was just like told about murder and harm to women and little girls and stuff from a young young age so this hocus pocus is making more and more sense as we I used to think like Bette Midler was going to crawl out of the toilet and like up my butt from Hocus Pocus. Don't explain to me or like, don't ask me to explain why, but I was just like, she's hiding everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> no, I'm going to go look up a therapist. <laughs> Cause clearly I have a lot to sort out, but I can't talk to unpack. Lots to unpack. <laughs> oh, thank you everybody for most of the listeners have probably heard all of the stories I've told you today because I only have like you know a, a finite set of stories so but all you new people that know nothing about Ruby and I and just stumbled upon our podcast and said oh, all right let's give it a go we appreciate you and if you're got to the end of this we really appreciate you and we're going to ask for a rating review and subscribe yeah yeah, and follow us on Instagram at Pop of Color Pod. On Twitter, I think we're also Pop of Color Pod. Um, we'll work on the Twitter situation. There's just nothing that I feel like live tweeting lately. Yeah. Usually, usually like um, Bachelor shows are pretty good for that, but not like Bravo because you have to have like pictures ready and stuff. And right, have time for all that. But follow us on Insta if you want to be friends. Um. I'm sure that we've really sold you on our stellar personalities these nine weeks. So let's keep it going. I agree. Right on. Cheers. Besos. Bye.